Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600. K-I-V-A-V-Q-I-F-A-B, Rock of Talk, dot on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon on Roku TV, Amazon, Fire, and Apple TV, podcasting, sister SoundCloud, and Spotify, as well as rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and uh, the blast just went out. Uh, we'll go out at noon. I have incorporated everything into one email. Don't want to bury your email, so you'll get the... Audio, TV show, you'll get the Daily Fives all in one email. It's a little bit, you know, so it's more compact and all in one place. And I'll get that out to you by noon uh, tomorrow. So pretty easy, pretty straightforward. And it's uh, one way for me to just get everything out at one time because it takes an awful lot of work for me to put all of that together, including today's show. So lots to get to, as I mentioned. Thanks, Rudy, for being here on Tuesday. And if you want Rudy's Tuesdays at your business, all you have to do is uh, text him or call me directly, 505-550-5500. That's 550-5500. We'll kick it off with our five questions uh, for the day. Uh, you always get the uh, daily fives, which include the five questions that I will ask you, which will take you on a uh, three-hour tour of the various topics that we need to explore, That questions that you need answers so that you came away knowing that your time was worth something. And the first question is, do you think there'll be any vaccine death uh, claims in New Mexico. Uh, there's actually death claims going on. We'll get into that shortly. Is it considered misinformation here in New Mexico? Do you feel like you're peddling misinformation to criticize the dangers of the vaccine? Could the vaccine be regarded regarded as a mass casualty event with more than 7,000 claims? I think we've got ourselves a case here. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we'll be talking about two-thirds of the country say they are worse off under Biden. It's about the economy. We don't win this election. Mark Ronchetti is going to be your governor. We do not win this election without talking about crime and the economy. There's a 100% chance of a recession now. It is unavoidable. You heard Sean Hannity talk about that. Will Joe Biden's buying of the votes, and now you're hearing all about it, through student loan debt forgiveness work for the midterms. Remember, he needs those swing voters, the people who want everything free, free, free. We'll get into that at the bottom of the hour. Top of next hour during our 5 o'clock hour, Hunter Biden has yet to be indicted or detained with his father's knowledge for his massive pay-to-play schemes. It now includes a New Mexico company formerly BGK, and uh, I know a lot about that, having uh, sold a building for $10.3 million to BGK, which then became uh, Gemini Rosemont. I asked the question again, will he or will he not be convicted for his crime? Sorry to ask that in a positive way, but I wanted to make sure that the Democrats heard that. Bottom of hour number two, crime, crime. That's the second issue all the time. Criminals dominate our streets. Are you protecting yourself and your home? Do security cameras serve more to protect you or the criminals in the event of an incident? Why? Also, um, didn't put that out there, but do you own a gun? Are you training and using it to protect yourself? And finally, uh, top of the third hour, we'll leave it wide open. 
The educational system, that is the third piece. Remember, economy, crime, and education. We trail the nation. And when I say that, that also includes the diamond, 51. The educational system has been destroyed by woke policies and the removal of parental rights. Of course, uh, Freedom Families United has talked extensively about that. Have you removed your children from the public school system? Is paying teachers more, or for that matter, police officers, right? An elixir towards institutional improvements. You can get all of that at rockoftalk.news and rockoftalk.chat. It is free and all the way up until tomorrow that will stay open. And uh, the poll question for today is, what is your top issue for the 2022 midterms? Since Joe Biden wants to go ahead and make it, and uh, we really will start there, folks. That's exactly what Joe Biden wants to do. And this is, I can't believe this guy might be in office 23. I made the prediction he'd be out before the end of the year. Um, It's not looking good so far, but um, what issue matters most to voters in the 2022 U.S. midterm elections? 27% say economy. They could only pick one issue. 17% 17 said coronavirus, 13% said healthcare, 11% national security, uh, 10% climate change. That was at the beginning of the year, of this year. Biden now vowing that abortion legislation is the top priority next year. He's promising that this, and of course he's visiting Oregon and, you know, helping all wherever he he possibly can. Of course he's going to talk about abortion. This is all the Democrats have to talk about. He's promising that the first bill he sends to Capitol Hill next year will codify Roe v. Wade. He doesn't like those states' rights. He doesn't like them deciding for himself. If Democrats control enough seats in Congress for Biden to sign abortion protections into law. In a speech designed to energize his party's voters just three weeks before the November midterms, and that is three weeks away, and you will be voting for Mark Ronchetti, Biden said, if you care about the right to choose, then you got to vote. Biden urged those in a crowd to recall how they felt when the Supreme Court overturned the landmark 1973 ruling legalizing abortion in late June. Republicans are projected to gain control of the House. Yay, but we need the Senate. Abortion rights have been the key motivating factor for Democrats this year, and it's not even the top five. Not even in the top five. In fact, it's not even in the top ten when you address a wide swath of voters. So the poll question at rockoftalk.news and rockoftalk.chat, what is your top issue for the 2022 midterms? 25% right now say crime, 50% say economy, and 25% uh, say other. I'll leave that open. Of course, you've got a link to our entire schedule at both of those uh, sites. Last night's show video of uh, the first hour and all the other hours uh, was uh, certainly uh, pretty compelling. I appreciate the continued support by the way, uh, here in the Kiva, I will take uh, calls uh, for the remainder of the show during our third hour. But someone wants to jump in early. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I just couldn't help but jump in on this one, Eddie. I, I, the idea that abortion is this critical issue in the United States, I'm so glad that you are bringing this to light. That This is not even a top 10 issue, and it's all they've got. And when this decision came down, I tried to warn people. I said, you know, beware of a Trojan horse. And sure enough, they've tried to use this thing as a Trojan horse to to weasel their way into the the conversation that none of us really want to have. We want to have the conversations that you're talking about. 
I, I, I laugh when I hear you talking about the, the three things that, that are the most important. And what were your five C's again in your campaign, sir? Uh, crime, corruption, commerce. <laughs> yeah, so we had all those. Uh, you had to make yes, those the five issues. I like what you're doing there. You're, you're, you're calling me out. But I think it's important. You know, I think it's important that we, like he's trying to codify uh, Roe v. Wade, we need to codify the issues that should be important. We have a corrupt media organizations all working Amen. in concert with each other to make abortion the most thing. Every single time, Michelle Lujan Grisham did not address an issue. She pivoted straight to abortion or went ad hominem on uh, Mark Ronchetti. And uh, I just want to congratulate everybody who has uh, heeded our warnings here. I sent out an August 31st email. I'll uh, read that a little bit later on in the show, letting people know to beware of the Trojan horse of one Karen Bedoni. Karen is going down on flames today. She got absolutely trounced. And I know that uh, so many people are happy to see that happen. And people are pulling away from all libertarians. Libertarian Party itself is done, unfortunately, uh, to a degree. But even Gary Johnson today came out and said, Karen Bedoni's not a libertarian. I appreciate the uh, phone call. Let's focus on the issues, folks. And that's where we've got to be. We'll take a quick break. We'll bring it back here. And we'll kick it off with uh, question one. A lot of fun here on AM600K at the ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Everything we need to know, we're up to date, so let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. I wondered so aimless, life filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Oh, the great Hank Williams. Oh, let him sing. I saw saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. 419 here On this day, if you got the notes, that's right. His second wife, he married her. Billy Jean Jones in Minden, Louisiana. Next day, they repeated their vows twice at two shows for concert goers in Nolens. And uh, Hank Williams, one of the very best Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Country Music Hall of Fame inductee. Also on this day, a couple of years later, yeah, it was your transistor radio that came uh, to fruition. Texas Instruments unveiled the Regency TR-1, the first commercially produced transistor radio. And radio was born right in your pocket. Uh, there you go. Before the iPhone, uh, before, I don't know, the Kindle, before any of those devices, you had uh, the transistor radio, like Van Morrison was singing about back in the day. All right, let's kick it off, uh, folks, because I told you crime economy. But before any of that, what should be a campaign issue is the overreach of government, because those are the things that have impacted those things more than anything else. The overreach of government, right, when it when it comes to dealing with uh, your economy, uh, <laughs> the printing of money to the tune of $10 trillion and then some, the vax mandates, the mask mandates, the let's keep our children home. We reference education, just how far back we have gone on all this. And if you might criticize the government, as was seen in uh, Tucker last night, it is going to be illegal. And that's what I want to know from you. Does it, do you feel since you're so scared of Michelle Lujan Grisham, since you're going to go ahead and be rushed to the polls and do everything that, that, that she says, right? All over again and not fight by, and this is what gets me. That's what makes me sad, depressed, angry, because I can't understand after this woman did these things to our state as being the most locked down state, we decided we're going to do, we're going to California cater state. We are actually bluer 
We're bluer than California. Last night on Tucker, he talked about Pfizer and how one Gavin Newsom, the nephew of Nancy Pelosi, basically making it a crime to criticize Pfizer in California. You will take the vax. You will take the jab. Politicians in California were just caught colluding with Twitter to censor political critics. But instead of stopping the illegal, unconstitutional, totally immoral censorship, the state of California, Governor Gavin Newsom decided to build it will punish doctors for the crime of disagreeing with Gavin Newsom. Right. Because remember, so it's between you and your doctor, but now Gavin Newsom, who's not a doctor, who's like a moron, is somehow telling your doctor what to think? Yeah. Under this new law, doctors can no longer spread, quote, false or misleading information regarding the nature and risks of the virus. That would be coronavirus, its prevention and treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. In other words, you're not allowed to criticize Pfizer. It's now a crime in California. Ooh, shareholders of Pfizer, anyone? Probably. Dr. We're not too far from that. We're just around the corner. Remember, we're mandating that doctors have to provide abortions. Uh, how much further does a turn need to go before a doctor can't tell you that a vax is bad for you? That would criminalize our doctor, our resident doctor, Dr. William Wilhelm Selmers, right here in the Kiva on Saturdays from 1130 to 1. As we talk about these things, can you ask him, actually wonder to yourself if what he is saying is believable? You won't even be able to question your doctor, and your doctor won't be able to question the science because we do know that vaccinations cause deaths. That's right. If you're vaccinated and you have, uh, I don't know, some sort of uh, health, health ailment, your, your, de- your, your, your life has been impacted. You developed, I don't know, some, a cold you can't shake, uh, a, func- a, a certain function in your body that wasn't there before, some sort of nervous tick, uh, myocarditis. I mean, there's all sorts of things. And people have sworn up and down, oh, no, yeah, I, got, I got the vax and the booster. And like, who's the, who are the sick people? They're all the people that are vaxxed and boosted. I ask you one more time, Rudy. I hate to use you for this, but, you know, he was pressured into it by his family, and he wishes that he didn't take the vaccination. Yeah, no doubt. In fact, uh, as we've stated before, Rudy doesn't know for sure. His dad died of a heart attack, and he was, what, triple vaxxed and uh, boosted? Is that correct? He was uh, double vaxxed and then uh, got the third uh, boost about, about two months before he passed. There you go. But here we are today, and so I move on. You know, I'm just not going to get. I, it's I, hard to move. I, I, I understand. I understand. I don't. I don't want to get into that. But just lawyers are now foreseeing a flood of comp claims by COVID vaccine injured clients. Not not the, not the ones who died. We're actually just seeing by the clients themselves. Workers' comp systems could be a boon for vaccine injured workers coerced by their employers, according to a, a lawyer. New analysis of CDC vaccination survey data says 8% of participants reported seeking medical attention. That's nearly 1 in 10. 25% missing school or work. Isabel, who called me, she said, I don't, I don't listen to you anymore. I, I couldn't listen to the vac stuff anymore. It, now's, now's back listening. After she lost her husband after he was rammed and vented, and eight days later, she didn't get to see him. You had a three-quarters chance, 75% chance of dying if you were remed and vented. Well, what about if you were just vaxxed? One in 10? 7,000 claims have been filed alleging serious injury from COVID-19 vaccines as of September 1st, according to the Department of Health and Human Services. 
the Countermeasures Injury, Injury Compensation Program, which covers vaccines identified by HHS under the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparation, PrEP, has yet to provide compensation for any of them. But the lawyers are moving forward. In fact, nationwide, and you'll see a click at rockoftalk.news, click the little graphics. It'll tell you how you can sue. It'll show you how you can sue. Are trading notes on how to represent vaccine-injured clients. And some are trying state workers' compensation systems for clients with plausible COVID vaccine injuries who are coerced to take the jabs as a condition of, an, of employment. Now, everybody at Sandia National Labs they were thanking me the entire time. They were happy that we did it, that we were talking about, you know, here's why you don't need to do it, why we're trying to get to, you know, herd immunity. According to Ohio-based Warner Mendenhall, who's also representing trial whistleblower Brooke Jackson in a false claims lawsuit against Pfizer, the very company that Tucker singled out that, well, of course, uh, Gavin Newsom says, no, 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 it's, uh, you, you don't question the science. We're going to tell you to take the vaccine. You will take the vax, right? We're trying to slot people with the right lawyers. That's how confident they are. In Orlando, hundreds of doctors at an FLCCC.net conference. These are all people who have been hurt and forced into a system where they are forced to vax in order to keep their jobs. The Informed Consent Action Network, I can obtain CDC V-safe data. After two lawsuits and six months of litigation, ICANN's legal team headed by Mr. Siri has obtained 144 million rows of data that could be leveraged to tell you that, hey, you know what? You have been hurt by the people providing the vaccine. And remember, this is a lot of work because after all, they were supposed to keep all this information away from you for 50 years. You cannot sue us. Nothing can happen to us. You know, oh, now we're going to sue the, not the vaccination, but the people who are actually putting the vaccinations in your body. You might be able to sue the state of New Mexico. If there's any success with this, the attorney general is going to have a hell. The new attorney general is going to have a, a hell of a lot of litigation to deal with. They're working with local doctors who review clients' medical histories to show that COVID vaccines were the proximate cause of the injuries. Those filed in VAERS, according to typical, are going to be lying outside of that. Their names will all be public by law, but he doesn't want them to name, be named now for fear of clawback. Now, if you think that there isn't, I don't know, poisoning or you have to trust the CDC or the New Mexico Department of Health or... I don't know, the government uh, health care, the National Institute of Health and all of the stuff that they put out. Just think of two incidents. One, well, if you didn't catch it, I included it at rockoftalk.news in the latest uh, fives. 54 people have died of methanol poisoning in Peru since mid-September. It's all led to alcoholic beverages linked to methanol. That's correct. The health ministry, oh, yeah, said that it registered 117 cases of methanol poisoning over the past month as the agency works with leaders in the capital city of Lima to raise awareness about laced drinks. Well, guess what? They are all approved. The health industry urged people not to consume vodka, passion fruit, and pina colada. You remember when 21 people died in South Africa? Same exact thing. They're all poisoned. Outbreaks of methanol toxicity have been reported across the world. 
Costa Rica issued a national alert. Their government also issuing another alert. This past July, methanol poisoning was suspected to have killed 21 teenagers at a bar in South Africa. All being told by various health ministries and various uh, health entities, hey, you know what? It's all safe to drink. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIV, com. There must be some kind of way out of here. Said a joker to the beat. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Businessman, there, drink my wine. Come and take my earth. None will level on the mind. Nobody of it is worth. Oh, yeah, the experience. Jimi Hendrix debuting in 66 on this day. Boy, uh, did, did music, uh, the left-handed guitar who played it in reverse, uh, strings up and down, uh, went the other way. By the way, I just got a text. Someone was showing me uh, BV, Brandon Votes, uh, over at the radio station. Rudy, you've been doing radio for 48 years. You ever seen this much uh, attention being played to another radio host when he does bad, but totally ignored me during the mayoral election when I do good. So he posted my mugshot for my DUI from last Tuesday on his own personal Facebook profile. So, wow. uh, touche. That's uh, some real class there. Class, class, class. On you know his what? own personal Facebook. Oh, yeah, wow. that's so great. How yes. much of a life yeah, have you lost, Brandon? Well, Come on. But he's just mad because, you know, I've lost, you know, 63 pounds since, uh, you know, they don't like that. He's 6'4", you know, under 250 now. You know, just trying to you do You do good. look great. That's yeah, a I have a little, little, uh, careful. They'll probably uh, insinuate that there's something going on with us. They, these, <laughs> these guys will create rumors all sorts of places. Uh, Patrick says, I'm uploading my religious exemption letter to CNM so I can continue my associate's degree this afternoon. By the way, Eddie, you sound much better today than your, uh, today. Your friend always, Patrick. Uh, you know, we're there standing up for everybody. And Patrick's uh, been there. The conservative. Eddie, this scares me more than MLG. The CDC is trying to quietly add the COVID vaccine to the list of required childhood vaccines. Bingo. That's exactly where we're going. That's exactly what they're trying to do. If they get it added, it gives manufacturers a shield from being sued. Folks, we got to stop this. They, they aren't going to stop. Evil will never stop. You need to understand that. Uh, Eddie, you are doing God's work here, shining a light on that idiot Bedoni. That woman is evil. First words coming out of her mouth, Eddie Aragon. Eddie Aragon. You know what? Go to IHateEddieAragon.com. That's where you need to go, okay? You know what? And the stuff that happens last week, you, it, I'm going to pay for my sins and all the things I'm doing. I'm glad to go ahead and do it. I just wish your politicians would pay for the same sins. I'm telling you right there. Like how many how many politicians do you know bro, blow into a breathalyzer and totally agree with everything the cop says and get pulled over and completely stopped? <laughs> Yeah, please keep attacking me. The more you attack, the better I feel. The government is abusing us. Oh, no doubt about it. They are. Uh, so Fat Man BV posted that. Pathetic and jealous of you, Eddie. Hope he never gets booked. Uh, how do you spell fraud? Bedoni, B-E-D-O-N-I-E. That is absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you what is really interesting. And I should probably qualify this first is the loser laws don't apply to her. 
Karen Bedoni is breaking the law without breaking the law. You have sore loser laws. If you lose in a primary within your party, you cannot just jump out and and decide to run as an independent, okay? She knew she was going to get her ass kicked. She got her ass smoked in the Republican Party primary. She was there giving her terrible speech. You know, I don't understand half the words that are coming out of her. She's a terrible spokesperson. She jumps out, okay? of the Republican party jumps into the libertarian knowing that she couldn't beat Mark Ronchetti or really anybody else. I think she would have been down there with, with Ethel Maharge and, you know, poor, you know, at least Ethel Maharge has a, an issue. That's one thing you can say good about her is that she ran on an issue. She was pro-life. Okay. But Ethel, you didn't belong down there with all those folks in Rio Dozo. And by the way, uh, in all fairness, I did hear from Audrey Trujillo today. She says she is squarely in Mark Ronchetti's uh, corner. Okay. We'll see if she comes here on air and does that. But as far as I'm concerned, everything that I've heard from all the people that are down there, which includes everybody from Jay Block to everybody, uh, and I got all the information, they were all not behind Mark Ronchetti. Like after four years, your own po uh, personal political ambitions are more important than removing Michelle Lujan Grisham from office? Like that, that's kind of incredible to me. So uh, just pay attention to, to the trends. The vote is tomorrow. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that on the uh, manufacturing for the vote. Eddie, can you talk about the role Taurus move against the Mexico Guard? Yeah, that's crap. Uh, and by the way, that whole thing was set up. It was set up by political operatives here in the city who called both the National Guard or the, the Civil Guard, the Mexico Civil Guard, uh, down there with Antifa, and they created the fight. And then they acted like they had nothing to do with it. I've got all of that stuff, proof positive of how that whole thing was engineered to create exactly that thing to help Manny Gonzalez become mayor uh, by that way at that time. And, you know, some of the people came out, yep, this was set up exactly that. They had some brown shirts working. People who don't like me, by the way. Uh, rioters who tore down the statue. This is the biggest hypocrisy I have ever seen. Jimmy on Yale. They do not want us being able to go ahead and form any sort of militia or protection, et cetera, et cetera. I've interviewed Bryce. Everybody knows that. Uh, he's a good man. Those people were stalked and chased by a large load of 250 to 300 Antifa people, right? And remember, they were beating, and I'm not sticking up for the, the guy that, uh, that, that shot, but he was getting beat up by two guys with a skateboard, okay? And someone told him to show up, and he showed up with a gun. That was, uh, but in his defense, I will say this, after he did it, he put the gun down on the concrete, and he waited for the police to come and arrest him, okay? He had the mindfulness to do that. And that was really smart. That will hopefully work in his favor and work as for his uh, self-defense. So the whole situation, top to bottom, was just bad. Parental rights rally tomorrow. Casey just texted me. The Albuquerque Public Schools policy. We'll be talking about uh, parental rights at the bottom of the, or the top of the third hour. Do you have access to your kids' counseling sessions and records? Do you have a say if the school psychologically tests your child? This is child abuse that's happening in the public school system, folks. You guys need to understand this. Are you informed of the school disciplines your child? October 19th, rally at 4 p.m. Your kids need you. Text Casey directly, 405-1776 in the 505. It's going to be at 6400 Uptown Boulevard. Head on out there with Casey and uh, Michaela and uh, go uh, talk with them. And I'll uh, try and smart code that out and get that out so you can be uh, uh, a part of that uh, whole gathering uh, tomorrow. 550 500 That's 550 5,500. Well, uh, the economy. We've been put in this situation because we've locked ourselves down. We've attacked small businesses. And 
Right now, Joe Biden is getting the blame, as he should, and the Democrats. Okay, this is something they want to remember. They took control of the House in 18. They voted to go ahead and print out all that money, and there was a lot of Republicans who did it too, okay? But a large plurality of people are blaming the Democrats for the current economic situation. This is more stuff that works. Remember, economics and crime is what this is all about for the next 21 days. Let's get Ron Ketty over the hump and let's get him to be the next governor so we can take care of stuff here. But nationally, we're going to take the House. What are we going to do to get the Senate? Well, we're going to push this issue. Views of the economy, Nate. Look at this. Two-thirds of people say it is getting worse. And let me show you why. One of the ways people interact with the economy is gas prices. Of right? course. You're paying more. You're seeing those big signs up. Back in August, there was some optimism. Majority said, well, okay, they're going down. But look at this. Now, 63% say gas prices are going up in their area. So I asked people, okay, well, let's turn to politics here. Who do you blame for this? What's the reason? Well, look. There's more folks now who say that Democratic policies have harmed the economy than helped it. Mm. It's not the only reason they see for this, but they're reasoning out of results, right? They're feeling a pinch. Party's in power. Okay, must be doing something wrong. And then by contrast, they think, well, Republican policies more likely would help. There you go. Republican policies more likely would help. So what's Joe Biden doing? He's scrambling. He's releasing 15 million barrels of oil from U.S. emergency reserves to keep a lid on gas prices through the election. He's buying votes. You've been hearing it all day, folks, all day long. Biden's administration is set to release more oil. Is expected to announce the sale of those barrels this week. The last of the massive SPR drawdown, strategic uh, petroleum reserves. Biden wants to cool rising gas prices ahead of midterm elections, sources told Reuters. And that's what you need to know. It's buying votes. But who's he really trying to buy? He's trying to buy the people that you're trying to buy as parents. Oh, hey, Jimmy, would you like a new uh, Xbox? Hey, uh, uh, (laughs) Sam, would you like a new uh, basketball, you know, tennis shoes? uh, I don't know, whatever is going to go ahead and get your interest. Well, yeah, dad, I would love that. Well, you're going to have to earn it. Not in Joe Biden's world. All you have to do is say, I'm a good dad. Oh, gee whiz, dad. Golly, Wally. Oh, (laughs) exactly right. That's what is going on here in this country. And what's he doing? Well, folks, they've been talking about it nonstop. They're helping you. Applications are now open for the trillion-dollar student loan forgiveness program, despite all the mounting laws. In fact, you can go to studentaid.gov. Biden announced the launch of the official application site. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy, kids. Today, I'm announcing millions of people working in middle class folks can apply to get this relief. And it's simple and it's easy and it's fast. And vote for Joe Biden and vote for the Democrats. And let's make that swing. They're buying votes. We're going to get into more of those details. Will it work for the Democrats? That's the big question here. I don't think it will. They're going to try and prove us wrong. I think they've got a head start on us, but the people, they need relief with good. This is karma's going to get you. Going to knock you right in the head. You better get yourself together. Pretty soon you're going to be dead. Face of love. What on earth you trying to do? It's up to you. Yeah, 
Instant karma's going to get you, John Lennon. John Lennon in 68 was arrested in Ringo Starr's London apartment for marijuana possession. There it is. Uh, on this day back in 68, the arrest became the basis for a battle by U.S. immigration officials who wanted to deport Lennon. So we all shine on. Like the moon, the stars, and the sun. Uh, incidentally, it was a it was a full moon for my DUI last week. Um, very interesting, uh, Rudy. I just bring it up because there's like all these things that happen on ten eleven twenty two, and then I guess Brendan votes changing. He wants to be me. We already knew that, but uh, <laughs> this is a really funny thing. I was like, wow, you've never shown yourself quite like the way you've shown yourself uh, today, uh, folks. Uh, you know, uh, you do the crime, you do the time, and that's the way that it is. And we all shine on and we keep on keeping on. So let's uh, pick it up right there. Joe Biden is literally trying to buy the election, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, Two thirds of the country say they are worse off under Joe Biden. There's a 100% chance of a recession now. 100% means that we're in a recession. They don't know how it says like, uh, there's a 100% chance of recession. Uh, they're telling you we're in a recession. Uh, the GDP in two negative quarters. Yeah, we're in a recession. Come January, we're in a depression. Okay. When the Fed meets at the end of this month or the beginning of next month, the first and the second, they're going to go ahead and jack up those rates one point. Okay. So my question to you is, will Joe Biden's buying of the votes through student loan debt forgiveness work for the midterms? Do you know how many people this is going to impact? 43 million people are eligible for the relief. Rudy, let me write you a check right off all your debt. 43 million people. $1.6 trillion is the actual impacted number. Okay. Whatever that means, actual impacted number. They're saying, well, it's only $400 billion. No, it's uh, $1.6 trillion. Borrowers in the United States owe collectively $1.75 trillion in federal and private student loan debt as the second quarter of 2022, according to data from the Federal Reserve in St. Louis. All right? So let's, let's get down to brass tax <laughs> because there's no tax for these students. They're getting everything for free. He's announcing millions of people, millions upon millions of people working in middle class folks. These aren't working in middle class folks. What are you talking about? These are some, some of these people are just going to school as their profession. It's an easy thing to do. It will take less than five minutes to complete. It will be a game changer and vote for Biden. And it's a, noting that it took an incredible amount of effort to get this website done in such a short time. He plans to cancel $10,000 in student loan debt for individuals making less. Is this not buying votes? How can it be considered anything else than just buying votes? If you took out a loan, you have the debt, shouldn't you have to pay for it? It's all for student loan debt for individuals making less than $125,000 a year. That's like 98% of the country. $20,000 for eligible borrowers who are also Pell Grant recipients. According to an update, it states that borrowers have federal student loans that are owed by private entities or not. They were being fair by the Department of Education will no longer qualify for the relief program. Folks, these people have until 2023, the end of next year to get this. You know what he's bragging about? Oh, we're getting phone calls. Eight million borrowers already applied for the loan forgiveness. Yeah, because you said it takes five minutes and I can just rid myself of debt. Like eight million people wipe their debt. Well, who'd that go to? You. That's right. 
According to preliminary studies, it's going to cost every man, woman, and child in this country nearly $4,000, right? Since Joe Biden has been president, you yourself have lost $35,000 as a citizen just during his first two years. $35,000 in purchasing power and economic progress and everything that you got during the four years. There it is. Just give it all back, right? We'll give you a free check. If you'll vote for us, we had over 10,000 people contact the White House and either send us letters or call thanking us, he says. Folks, his approval rating couldn't be lower. So is this trick going to work? Right now, Republican-led states and businesses are filing lawsuits against the loan forgiveness program, as they should. Red states are not looking for this stuff. We're creating businesses. People can pay off their own loans. They go to these institutions. But right now... Are these even worth these institutions worth paying for at all? I mean, we're talking about free school and they're talking about it like it's a great thing. Like Michelle Lujan Grisham can talk about free education or weed or abortion. She has nothing else to run on. This is what the Democrats are running on across the country. Biden, in response to those lawsuits, says Republican members of Congress and governors are trying to do everything they can to deny this relief, even to their own constituents. Their outrage is wrong and it's hypocritical. How is it hypocritical? This is no different than illegal immigrants coming from across the border, registering to vote and uh, basically going to the Department of Human Services and say, hey, you're ready to vote. Are you... Uh, <laughs> Have you registered to vote? And then getting them, rounding them up, and then stuffing them in those boxes so they could rob you, the people who are actually paying into the system. This is what they're doing. $1.75 trillion, folks. The lawsuits are mounting. Will this be enough to get the Democrats over the hump? Will it, will, will it you know, give them the enthusiasm that they need? I mean, every single pass has been given by the media, by every single uh, new implementation of whatever they want to go ahead and put in like, like this. They even leaked the stuff and no one's been prosecuted because they know that a Democrat leaked the Roe v. Wade stuff. And that belongs to the states. And still they're going to try and steamroll us because they know that we are right. Nothing but criminals are running this country. And the highest criminal of all is Joe Biden. And we're going to talk about that to the kickoff the next hour. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. <laughs> Eddie, you're doing God's work, shining a light on that. Vadoni, the government is abusing us. Break the cycle vote. How much does it cost per year per student at APS? $16,000. Crime and economy, my family's main concern. That's everyone's main concern. It should be everyone's main concern, too. Drill, baby, drill. Drill legally if you have to civil disobedience action. Why do blue-collar taxpayers have to subsidize college students? Right. What about the people who didn't go to school? Hey, incidentally, this doesn't apply to Karen Bedoni because she never graduated from, from, from college. She won't tell you that, though. You'll have to go out and look. Right. Uh, unintended consequences will be very interesting. Life imitates Ayn Rand. That's exactly right. Uh, Eddie, isn't the whole Democratic Party pathetic? Not one policy they've come up with this is worth the damn. Worst administration in modern history, a bunch of damn hypocrites, Obama on steroids while Biden is in office. Um, Chris uh, said, just heard the part of the show yesterday. Stay strong. You will overcome. Thank you. And that's a very, the most special text that I have absolutely received. Hi, Eddie. Boston Med just announced that it has developed a new, more lethal strain of COVID. You heard that earlier. I'll address it tomorrow. I haven't read up on it uh, enough yet. 
Are Democratic rules still planning for the 30% die-off? What if the election goes against them? Accidents, releases happen. Yeah, uh, these are the very things. Remember, all these uh, various people have died of, young people have died of myocarditis. Has anybody, has one person in the media asked Michelle Lujan Grisham about that? Has anybody in the media asked her about remdesivir and venting and why she had such a high death rate? Third highest in the country, overall sixth sickest in the country, right here in New Mexico, and everybody was subscribing to all the crap that was spewing out of her mouth. By the way, incidentally, the folding of the arms, that was the same gestures that she was using every single time that she was holding court for her Department of Health updates with um, Dr. Disgrace. Petroleum reserve release is completely suicidal. I completely agree. Eddie, good luck with the DUI. Uh, There's not going to be any luck. They're going to slam me. They're going to slam me into the ground as hard as again. And then I'm going to go ahead and say, okay, I've done this. Now, what about Jacob Candelaria? What about Martinez, George Ann Lewis? What about all the various other people out there? I'm going to go ahead and show it everywhere you can. That's that's what they're going to do. I'm like, I wasn't moving. I didn't total four cars like Jacob Candelaria, but I'm going to do the time and I'm going to be accountable and be responsible and do whatever it is that they ask me to do. Totally fine. None of those guys, not a one of them. Oh, uh, I refuse the breathalyzer. Well, what's the breathalyzer for? The police officer's got to process you. That's what you do. You agree with law enforcement and you respect the badge. You respect the police uh, uh, department. And that's exactly what you guys are all going to see. So I'm, I'm totally fine. What happened to Bedoni today? Oh, she got creamed by everybody. I had all these people calling me. Telling me, oh, Eddie, I'm not with Bedoni. I'm not supporting Bedoni. Even, even so, uh, Jesse uh, is a supporter of Ron Ketty. Like, they're all running to me, making sure that I don't out them on the radio. They're so worried. And you know what? That whole campaign, Mark Ron Ketty's campaign, they know who's with them and they know who's against them. They're not stupid. When they run this state, all those people are going to pay the price. That's the way that this is going to go. Uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, they deserve to pay the price. We got a long text here. I can't read it. And you, Tucker, Alex Jones, are the media that are not bought and paid for. Thank you for listening. Hour two, just for you, here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM. Up to date, let's dive back in to the Rock Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Hour two coming at you from the ABQ on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, as well as Audible. And don't forget uh, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.news, as well as rockoftalk.chat, rockoftalk.news, and .chat. You all go to the same place where you can get your daily fives. You get all the questions for the day. We've covered uh, some good questions in, in our first hour. We'll wrap everything up in the third segment in hour number three. Don't forget also, uh, actually, fourth segment, and uh, we'll get to all your questions, thoughts, answers uh, to our five questions uh, for the day. But it's the Biden crime family syndicate and uh, the printing of money, whether it's other people's money or just, you know, uh, the Inflation Relief Act, uh, not really having the impact that it would like to have had. Uh, Bernie Sanders think, well, you know, this is all caused by, remember, we covered that yesterday, Russia or I don't know, COVID, like how long are you going to blame this stuff? Well, just long enough to get through the election to buy them some more time, to buy them some more time. Remember, money can't buy two things. Can't buy me love or time. And unfortunately here with the hijinks that are going on, trying to buy this election by handing money to your kids, 43 million of them who say, hey, you know what? Pay me and I'll go ahead and vote for you. Boy, that, that, 
that's sort of like the old mafia neighborhoods. Isn't that the way that it used to work? Hey, well, we're going to fix things up real nice for you. Well, uh, you got the Biden economic advisors, uh, you know, working overtime and uh, saying that, well, we might be able to go ahead and do something. But uh, even CNN is asking the questions now. A lot of Americans are curious when the so-called Inflation Reduction Act will really start to bring down inflation. <laughs> So the the main parts of that that's the start. That's CNN's like, wait, I'm I'm a Democrat. CNN, you're supposed to lost me a softball here. This is not the kind of question they prepped me for. They said that you were going to ask these three questions. I have some uh, talking points that I have to get out to our people on behalf of the Biden. I know I make three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but dip dip dip. So the the many parts of the bill will start to take effect next huh? year. For example, uh, even a question there. Example: There are tax credits for energy to help people weatherize their homes, uh, and oh. also bring. Hey, Rudy, uh, we're, you know, if you just weatherize your home, that's uh, you're going to save a little bit of money there on the uh, energy uh, that, that's going to be more expensive. What? No it. tax credit? Yeah, What's no, up we're going to weatherize. Bring down other forms of energy costs. So we are focused on helping to make that transition to clean energy in a way that brings down energy costs for families. Energy, energy, energy. Uh, apparently, you guys better be prepared for Rudy. Energy. energy. <laughs> Things are going to get a lot more expensive, like gas and, uh, well, energy, anything. Have you seen try, trying to buy a plane ticket uh, lately? So this is so, this is tough. There's no question oh, about yeah. it. it is. Uh, this is challenge. What yeah, I will challenge. say is that this economy it, is stronger it. than almost every other economy. That the What does that even mean? If I told you about, you know, this radio station is a lot stronger than any other radio station that's out there. Like. <laughs> What are you even talking about? Do you have to say it? It's probably not true, right? No. Do you have to reemphasize and tell oh, I'm this and I'm that and all these things. Like it's probably not true. This 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 economy is stronger than any of the other economies. Well, I don't know. I haven't been to 178 other countries, but maybe the president have, and he can tell us how much better all these other places, how much better we are than all these other. That doesn't matter. Nobody cares. People are feeling the pinch. People are uh, anxiety ridden. Two thirds of the economy is blamed on the Democrats and Joe Biden right now. Okay. Economy is stronger than almost every other economy. Okay. That the Federal Reserve is focused on bringing down inflation. This president is committed to doing fiscal policy that is complementary to the Federal Reserve's actions, so that we can get through this period just as quickly as possible. Oh, okay. Well, we got to this period because of all the money printing and all the big government programs that we can't pay for, that we will never be able to pay for, that my kids and my kids' kids won't be able to pay for. In fact, that's how much money is there. And guess who is also going to be able to pay for it? Yeah, that would be one Hunter Biden. Don't we all just wish that we could run around getting as much money as we wanted anytime we needed, you know, favors, buddies, friends, it, they're trying to make sure you don't pay attention to this. No, nobody just gets all that money. <laughs> Goes up your nose, out your wazoo. Hunter Biden has yet to be indicted or detained with his father's knowledge for his massive pay-to-play schemes. The latest, $40 million. Will he or will he not be convicted for his crimes? Folks, this is criminal. There's no doubt about it. Biden's real estate company received $40 million from a Russian oligarch, Yelena Baturina, the widow of the corrupt Moscow mayor who also paid 
Hunter Biden, 3.5 million consulting fees. What? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Just get it done. Can you get the deal done for us? Here it is, folks. According to the emails, document show Rosemont Realty, Gemini Rosemont in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's who they gave the money to. This is Teresa Hines Carey's son, Chris Hines. This has Bill Richardson, who was chairman of the board, and your local media will not pay attention to it. I was like, how the hell do you buy this $10.3 million? This deal, well, we just got money floating around. Yeah, you're getting it from corrupt people who are taking it from their governments. That's how you got my deal done. Rosemont Realty's investors included Intico Management, a Swiss company owned by Baturina. Hunter's company is Gemini Rosemont. Rosemont Realty, look it up. Chairman of the board, first job out of the gates for Bill Richardson, was chairman of the board, governor. You had that stacks of cash piled up in places that, whoa, we got lawyers and buddies who can cover up all this money and make all these problems go away. Maybe there's a few things that happen. I don't know. Some curious things. According to emails obtained from Daily Mail, Hunter and Baturina's financial relationship was more extensive than previously known, according to the emails. Been flagged as alarming by a Senate report after Baturina wired three and a half million dollars directly to Hunter Biden. Rosemont Realty, it's not linked. This is Devin Archer. This has Chris Hines. This has Bill Richardson. And of course, Hunter Biden. Do you want to see the pictures? Should I include them on tomorrow's uh, five blast? Because I'll give you all of the information that this is directly connected to. Yeah, once again, folks, I know it's hard to believe. Albuquerque, New Mexico, the largest landlord in the market, was a company called BGK. The G for one Eddie Gilbert. That's who we're connected to. Rashkiev became friends, according to this. Kness Rashkiev, he's a Kazakh businessman by Hunter's business partner. And the partners with Hunter was pictured with Hunter and your president, Joe Biden. I can't make this stuff up. It's all right there. 2012, Hunter's firm had $69.7 million to invest in 2.15 million square feet. They had to get the hell out of Dodge in 2017. It's like, well, somebody even needs to buy us. Yeah, uh, we're going to relocate to Los Angeles. Well, they'll let the Chinese buy us. This woman, by the way, just so you know that this is, you know, chump change for her. She's worth one and a half billion dollars currently. That's her current net worth. There's the Rosemont Realty. Look up Rosemont Realty. Put all this stuff out there. Here it is. Intico Management, $40 million. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, we'll check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. How's that for a transition? Windy. 
Sunshine Rock and Roll, 39 years young. Happy birthday to the lead singer uh, of that uh, wonderful band. That is the association. It's a full association hour here in the Kiva. Singer Russ Gugieri of the association is 79 years of age. So good stuff. And uh, just in case you think anything that I put out, I'm going to put out a special uh, release on all that uh, information that I've gathered. And uh, we used to have a guy that uh, gathered some information from somewhere else, and he thinks he put it all together, but he didn't, but whatever. Um, very interesting. So we've got to get that information out. Uh, I have a relationship with Daily Mail. Uh, people should also be well aware of all the stuff that came the Epstein pictures. You might remember those right there, uh, Rudy Grande. Yep. But not all the Epstein pictures, all those photos. Uh, the floor plans for Epstein, you know where those came from. That uh, uh, would be moi. Uh, so we got to focus on this. So if you are um, part of something called Pine Tree Corporate Center, you uh, your money went directly to Hunter Biden. Uh, that is up off of Academy and, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Wyoming, the exact place. I've walked every building. So um, this is where all this money, Pine Tree Corporate Center here in Albuquerque. Built in 1979, 19,000 square feet, right in that little uh, caddy corner to, uh, you know, all those, as you're, as you're heading on up towards Tanawan in those nice places. Uh, yeah. Uh, you've got Hunter Biden money all over you. <laughs> Yikes. Can I, can I take a shower? Oh, well, you don't, you don't have to. There's not many showers uh, in New Mexico. Hunter's dealings with the Russian billionaire first hit headlines in September of 2020. When the Senate Homeland Security Committee published a report flagging wire transfers to a company linked to the president's son, and that would be Albuquerque's own BGK, a.k.a. Rosemont Realty. February 14, 2014, Batarina wired $3.5 million in a series of payments to Rosemont Seneca Thornton. That would be to Teresa Hines, Carrie's son, Chris Hines, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden, and Bill Richardson. That is correct, folks. All right. Now, Devin Archer, former Abercrombie and Fitch model, an advisor to John Kerry, sentenced to a year in prison for fraud. Baturina refused to discuss them, but her brother Victor Baturin has told Daily Mail that the money was a payment to enter the American market. And enter they did, ladies and gentlemen. Baturina negotiated an investment deal with Rosemont to plow $40 million to the purchase of seven office buildings in Texas, Colorado, Alabama, Oklahoma, and yes, folks, you guessed it, Good old corrupt New Mexico. Hey, the Democrats have only been running this place for 90 years. Okay, There's another guy, but I can't associate him uh, here uh, within this uh, frame, but he'll get associated somewhere else uh, down the line. There's more stuff that's going to be released from uh, Daily Mail on this. They have the whole cadre of information you should know. Just to let you know, sometimes when things happen to people, there's like little switches that go off. Uh, some people might refer to them as dead man switches. And then they get the, oh, where did all this information come from? <laughs> Who has all this information? Who's the random person that's Lee? Oh, is it that weird guy that's out in uh, Brit uh, in New Mexico? We, oh, yeah. He, go, he sells all his stuff to Chris White and the Daily Mail. Yeah. Yeah, just a little rinky-dink little radio host who gets pulled over for DUI. Where do we get all this information from? Archer attached a three-page document written in Russian outlining the deal. Devin Archer, written in Russian. Yale graduate, along with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's best friend, Devin Archer. Member of BGK, member of Rosemont Realty, member of Rosemont Seneca, and Thornton. 
Start thinking about the names around here. Managing Partnership received a total investment of $69.7 million from all the partners who put this together, which include the Kazakh businessmen worth more than $950 million. Devin Archer is serving a one-year prison sentence for defrauding Native American tribes in New York for $60 million in bonds. Now, remember all the stuff that he was complaining, talking about his his best friend, he's going to get in trouble. He's one of the richest guys in the world. That was Devin Archer he was talking about. So just in case you thought it was just the Russians, remember, that particular business got sold to the Chinese. Okay? Got sold to the Chinese. Membership has its privileges. Okay? Epstein, all the stuff here with BGK. Who's the common denominator over here? And where can you run these corporations? What is the only, only one of Epstein's properties that didn't get involved, right? That didn't get seized, that didn't get taken over. You re might remember that. Okay, now let's go, let's cut over to the Chinese. This story is going to continue for a while. Okay. They've got, they've got more stuff than they can handle and they're just going through this. A $5 million interest-free loan the Biden family received from a Chinese energy conglomerate in 2017 now has the eyes of Chuck Grassley on it. Uh, who just got sick, by the way? <laughs> Incidentally, Chuck Grassley. <laughs> yeah, they had to pull him off and rush him to the hospital the other day, right? This should have been probed by the FBI, according to Grassley. In an October 13 letter, Merrick Garland, FBI Director Ray, and U.S. Attorney David Weiss, Grassley questioned whether the Bureau was fully investigating corruption allegations. First son, Bunter Hunter Biden, and demanded a full and unredacted FBI summary. According to Grassley, Bobolinsky told investigators that Hunter and first brother James Biden were contracted to assist CEFC, China Energy, with business deals and investments while Joe Biden was vice president. That work remained intentionally uncompensated while Joe Biden was vice president. After Joe Biden left the vice presidency, the summary makes clear that Hunter Biden and James Biden worked the CEFC and affiliated individuals to compensate the big guy, them for the past work and the benefits they procured for CEFC. According to the summary, James Biden and Hunter Biden and their business associates created a joint venture that would serve as a vehicle to accomplish that financial compensation. And that arrangement was made sometime after meeting in Miami between Hunter CEFC officials in February 2017. All of this information is coming directly from and this is small potatoes compared to what I already described here in New Mexico. Bobolinsky. Remember, your local media is corrupt. They're going to tar and feather me every which way they can. Understand that. They're going to make me seem like I'm the biggest liar. Do you, do you think all this stuff just seems, seems to happen like coincidentally? Do you think they want to be exposed for this information that's coming out? We've been talking about this for years. I was talking about this four years ago when I was referencing BGK back in 2018. July 26, 2017, in an email to Bobolinsky, CEFC executive Zhao Runlong wrote that the company fully supported the framework of establishing a joint venture based upon the trust of the Biden family. But Biden doing deals with the Chinese. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that this creepo slime bag of a president that you have, of what he's doing and how he's getting this done with the inflation and not acknowledging recession. I mean, and you're letting him get away with this. 
you know, I think back in my life, like I rode a train with Joe Biden in the Capitol and it was only him and I during that time. And I think back to myself, I was like, that doesn't happen just on accident. You know, God makes things happen. Like pay attention, Eddie. $5 million was meant to be sent to cement the joint venture which co-owned by Oneida, a holding company made up of five different LLCs, two of which were controlled by Hunter and James Biden. I'm telling you right now, nothing is going to happen to these people. This is going to be seeming, this is going to be traded as wild conspiracy theory. Let this broadcast serve as testimony and testament as to what's happening in the state of New Mexico and why things won't change. You don't think that we need Mark Ronchetti to be governor of the state of New Mexico so we can start getting to the bottom of these types of things or, or just uh, maybe not even getting to the bottom. Just make these, this, this level of corruption in New Mexico stop forever. We should jump into the state investment council discussions. We should talk about the corruption that's been involved in the state investment council for the last 25 years. According to emails, each of the people involved in the LCs would get 20% of the shares in the new company with 10% going to the big guy held by H for the big guy, a phrase that Bob Alinsky and another partner, James Gillar, used to refer to Joe Biden. And all the while, Hunter was the one doing all this work for his dad. And his dad knew about it. That's my question to you. For each of you here this afternoon, will they or will they not be convicted for their crimes? No, but we're going to go after a president who lost basically all his net worth, his reputation, everything else, and being the only person, only person who's never been elected before to office to attain the presidency. Back in three. Part of that, uh, the association. Yeah. Got a Beach Boys type of feel to it, right? Yeah, and back in those days, it just made you feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And listening to it today, you make me feel like a million bucks again. <laughs> Great. A million bucks times however many years uh, ago that was released. It's an association, 5 o'clock hour. Happy birthday to the lead singer, 79 uh, years old. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to crime. Uh, correction there. Pine Tree on um, a place where I took all my computer. I got my MCSE, CNE, uh, Network Plus, A Plus, all that. I got so mad because somebody was uh, was fixing my computer and I asked him how much he made. And then just like I am, as you know, Rudy, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go figure out how to, like, fix every computer and do everything, get all these certifications. Sure. And then I got my, um, 
uh, CCNA, which was a Cisco network. And then I went to go work for a Fortune 500 company, which was called CB Richard Ellis, which was commercial real estate. So there you go. Uh, it's located where National American University, Hunter Biden's building there is uh, one of those buildings. But they had a whole, they had 22 different properties, BGK did. Uh, it was actually uh, one Hunter Green that sold off that portfolio to Chant Development uh, here. So if you were in a Chant property, as I know um, iHeartMedia is, good people over at iHeart. I do enjoy them. Hell of a lot more than I like Cumulus. Uh, Cumulus, I guess they're just... <laughs> Changing their profile pics to, to my mug shots. Like, and, and then he's literally just getting hit. He's like, oh, wow. You know, you deserve to. You know, a little instant karma is going to get you. It's just the way it goes. Um, no, I was not set up. You just, I, all these people, I have all these conspiracy theories. No, stop. Okay. When you do the things wrong, you will have to pay the price. That's just the way it is. Or at least that's how it should be, right? Right. In a, in a world, yep. in a world run by reason and accountability, one man's <laughs> should be treated not with kid gloves. He should be made an example of in front of the entire community. <laughs> you mentioned um, you calling in voiceover. Well, I'm doing my own voiceovers in a world. Let's see. Uh, weatherizing your house to lower energy costs is like buying an electric car to save on gas. Pretzel logic. I would agree with that. Uh, drill now. Uh, Crimea was Russia until the 50s. Um, it's Russia now. <laughs> Eastern Ukraine is mostly Russian anyway. Let the ceasefire start and let peace talks begin. There's not going to be any peace talks. I mean, these guys want war. Understand that. They absolutely want war. And Epstein didn't kill himself, by the way. Um, <clears throat> just saying. These guys want, it's all like, these guys want peace. No, no. Epstein didn't kill himself, and these guys want war. Like, understand the cognitive dissonance that's going on. Like, these things don't, like, nobody had ever killed themselves in that prison before. By the way, I'm not suicidal. Nobody had ever killed themselves. That was, like, the first question they gave me. Besides, you know, have you been drinking tonight? Asked me if I had a glass. I said, no, I had a bottle. <laughs> I was, like, told the guys, like, that's the way it is. You, you can say whatever you want to say. It's like, I'm not looking to do anything here. Okay. I'm depressed. Uh, what was the reason for you uh, doing what you did say? I'm depressed after dealing with four four years of your governor. Aren't you depressed? Like you're 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 you want to put me in handcuffs? You guys are already in handcuffs. I'm totally fine with that. But uh, I can't live through this. I can't see a state suffer anymore. But here I am watching it suffer, watching people not fighting back. Pew pew. You know I'm I'm not going to stand up for myself. Well, you know, she's trying hard. She's really oh. trying to do a good job for us. Well, that Mark Ronchetti, and he's just a weatherman. Oh, oh. <laughs> so now, you know, and, and then you have Karen Bedoni yesterday stating what, what she stated. I'm like, are, are, we, are we kidding ourselves here? Is this really where we're going with all this? Are, are, we, are we on board with, 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 um, with a, I mean, this is criminal. You want to talk about what's criminal? Running for an office that you know you can't even win. You have zero chance, like exactly zero chances. And you're, you're running off in this hate-filled tirade going after the other candidate who's challenging, who literally has a legitimate chance. This is, this is who... This in this is, race. This is who she is. The only comfort I find uh, in this race... Is that man cannot win with me in the way. 
That man cannot win this race. She's he will an never ML- be governor. She is an M- she's an MLG voter. That's an MLG voter right there. That's exactly why'd you get in the race to make sure that Michelle Lujan Grisham could win like that. That's she, she bailed out. She was at the Republican party thing. We saw all the candidates come off Mark Ronchetti and Greg Zanetti gave the best speeches by far. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. Okay. Mark Ronchetti, uh, while he's getting hit by Jay block with a thousand text messages while he's sliming Rebecca Dow and sliming Mark Ronchetti the entire time. He's like, well, I'm out. I'm just going to go get the signatures because I can't put up with this charade any longer. And then Karen Bedoni's like, yeah, I'm out. I'm going to go run and make sure I'm going to help Michelle Lujan Grisham. The only comfort I find in this race is that man cannot win with me in the way. That man cannot win this race. He will never be governor as long as I am alive and well and in this race. Well, uh, there you go. Someone who loves Michelle Lujan Grisham. He will never win. And Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to continue to terrorize Eddie Aragon and uh, Smotherman, like, we're all going to be depressed. We're all going to have drinking problems. We're all going to be addicted to pot. We're all going to be totally stupid. Our kids are going to be, you know, all in counseling at the end of this because you guys decide to go ahead and empower a woman like Michelle Lujan Grisham or Karen Bedoni. That's what's going on here. Like, after four years, I worked my ass off so that I could watch this fat Indian from Mexican Springs come over here and and take the race away from Mark Ronchetti? Are you kidding me? If every single one of you don't get out and vote, we have to live through four more years. I will be gone. I can assure you. I've already committed to that. If Michelle Lujan Grisham wins, I am gone. And many of you are going to be following. There's no way we can stay this in this situation. So many of our friends and family and relatives and business people have all picked up and left. They're like, gone. Like, people I would never even think that they would think about leaving New Mexico. Rudy, Rudy's gone. We've already had that conversation. Doctors are gone. There is the, Doctors aren't coming here. There's nope. no, like, none of this is happening. If you want your corruption, if you want your Hunter Biden, your Bill Richardson, do you want to go ahead and make this a communist plantation forever? Vote for Michelle Lujan Grisham or vote for this woman who out of total and complete spite, like Mark Ronchetti is the best political candidate we've had. He's better than Gary Johnson, in my opinion, better than Susanna Martinez even. He will be a great governor for eight years. I made that prediction. I believe it's going to happen because my mind can't allow itself to believe any other way. If I get too cynical, I don't know what to do with myself. Like we're all washed up. We're done here. All your cupo coffees and your M2 cheese and your woke BS people that are down there like, oh, we love oh the New Mexico United. We love Michelle Lujan Grisham. How dare you? The only comfort I find in this race is that man cannot win with me in the way. What kind of people do we have here? That man cannot win this race. He will never be governor what kind as of, long as I am alive and well and in this race. What kind of motivation is that? It's the strangest motivation I've ever heard in my life. Can not take any bait, bait here? Make sure that woman gets less than 1%. Okay, and we have a chance. Every single one of you should be telling everybody that the fix is in for the governor's race. 
And Karen Bedoni and Michelle Lujan Grisham are in it to make sure, and there's such hatred for male, where we hate the patriarchy. We'll never let a man become governor again. I think every single congressional representative is a woman. Right? We have two senators who are male. Well, <clears throat> all right, if you want to call that a male. Hey, mom, can I go mow your Milan? Oh, I took the jab and I got a headache. Hey, I got a stroke. I stroked out over here. Can you make me some tamales? I'll be home next week. Well, come hang out in northern New Mexico now. <sighs> this is... This is the worst, like, I did not work this hard and put myself through this much anguish. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still standing at this. Like, th these people are totally disgusting. Totally disgusting. Every last anti-Ron Ketty, every last true, every last, non, every last rhino that's out there. Folks, you, need, you, have, you have 21 days from today to save your state. Turn them into the Rock of Talk. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Every time I think that I'm the only one who's only someone calls on me. Every now and then I spend my time to find a person to fall to me. And then along comes me. Does she want to get a gift of my face? She can live and click a memory. that's really good i mean uh it's called sunshine rock by the way that's the they almost established their own genre all alone yeah mr clark i give it a seven because i can dance to it uh what is that uh what was that was american bandstand bandstand bands who sang bandstand it was uh i was trying to think of yeah, who did that? Yeah, huh? Bandstand. That was someone someone text me in uh who sang bandstand. You guys are always correcting me. That's uh, good. Um my empty cup is the sweet as the punch. I don't know what that what's going on with that lyric there. We gotta take figure that out. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm missing all sorts of History, history today. Uh, normally, I'm I'm good on a little history. The transistor radio. Yeah, we saw that first long day. This is the uh, the day of technology, emerging elect uh, technologies. 1892, the first long distance telephone line, Mister Telephone Man. New York to Chicago was officially open. It could only handle one call at a time. Well, of course it could. One telephone. Like I can only deal with one thing at a time. 2001 and rather. What's the frequency, Kenneth? CBS News announced that all employee, that an employee, an anchorman, Dan Rather, office had tested positive for skin anthrax. Four disciples of Osama bin Laden were sentenced to New York to life without parole for their roles in the deadly 1998 bombings in two U.S. embassies in Africa. So I see, I feel my phone going off. Someone's about to give us uh, 10 years ago, second U.S. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals. In New York ruled that a federal law defining marriage as a union between a man and a woman was unconstitutional. Oh, yeah, and then what happened? Well, the following June, the Supreme Court would use that case to strike down provisions keeping legally married same-sex couple from receiving federal benefits otherwise available to married couple. Then everything went to hell in a handbasket. It's like, well, 
you know, <laughs> you're and I, I, I'll just leave it alone. Five years ago, instead of accepting awards at the CMT Artist of the Year in Nashville, Al Dean, who was actually on stage during the Route 91 uh, and other stars, honored the victims of the mass shooting at a country music festival in Las Vegas, Nevada. So there you go. It was a very sad time. Yeah, I, I remember like watching that the entire night and October the 1st back uh, in uh, 2017. And I've since been to Vegas. I'm uh, looking forward to going again. Vegas is my second hometown, it should be uh, stated. So, um, you know, I don't know. We're, we might be going back there sooner than we think there, Rudy. If yep. things don't, if you people out there don't, if you people would have done your jobs and voted. <laughs> but I have faith in them. I think they're going to turn things around here. Just like George Michael said, you got to have faith, faith, faith. Until he didn't on Christmas Day. But uh, enough of the musical uh, jokes and lyricism. We'll just listen to... Uh, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City talking uh. about the perception of crime. Dealing with actual crimes, those eight uh, homicides, and we're dealing with the perception of fear that people are feeling. That's the combination. And I must deal with that perception what? and the actual crime. We Wait, can't what? get away from the fact we have 3.5 million people using our subway system. What's we up, have to be honest about that. Come on, and those average of six Don't crimes a day is not giving the impression that our system is out of control. Oh. Actual crimes, those eight uh, homicides, and we're dealing with the perception of fear that people are feeling. That's the combination. Oh. And I must deal with that perception and the actual crime. We can't get away from the fact we have 3.5 million people using our subway system. We, we have to be honest about that. And those average of six crimes a day is not giving the impression that our system is out of control. What the hell is he talking about? All I can tell is that he's just trying to he's trying to be evasive, right? perception of crime is out of control I'm trying to tell every what single really blue feel, yeah. city is incurring the wrath of the blue city mayors tim keller eric adams whatever yeah but eddie aragon's the worst of them <laughs> yeah he's the worst just look at him he's very violent uh, so much violence coming from that radio station of his well in chicago boy Lori uh, stuck her uh, finger uh. in a light foot Woo. You've seen uh, you've seen that movie, right? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. She looks like that shrunken head at the uh, end of the movie. By the way, she's the mayor. Eric Adams and Mayor stuck my finger in a light foot. Chicago Sun Times reporting the first fatal shooting was discovered at twelve fifty a.m. With a deceased man with a gunshot wound was found in a car at the fifteen hundred block of East Sixty Second. Roughly an hour later, fifty three year old man crashed. The 6800 block of Southwestern Avenue was shot in the chest as well. Rushed to the hospital, pronounced dead. 5 a.m., same day, 25-year-old was walking to his car at the 10,700 block of South Bensley when someone in Mercedes opened fire, shooting him, fatally wounding him. And a 60, the 66, 25, 53, and a, I don't know. I don't know how old the other uh, man was. I think... 66-year-old man, convenience store clerk, was shot to death during an attempted robbery. These people are jacked. According to the last one, the robber entered J&K Food and Liquors. 6320 Northwestern, round 950, and demanded money. Can I say, probably, I could probably say 950. He then shot the 66-year-old male employee in the chest. The cashier had a gun of his own and returned fire. 
employee was taken to the hospital where he died. 36 people shot over the weekend in Lightfoot, Chicago, four dead overnight. Folks, thank your police officers. They have a job to do here in the blue city of Albuquerque. They say there's only 101 murders. There's more like 120 murders. Remember, they're not going to give me access now. That definitely, the one thing that's definitely not going to happen. I, I, you know how I had to get close to the laws. I had to get close to the law, but I'm no longer going to be provided the opportunity to get a freaking uh, one nine button. No, no, no radio talk for Eddie or the station. No. See how safe Mayor Keller and Michelle O'Han Grisham are keeping it. My dad, as he was going, apparently. Saw a dead body on the on the ground. Never reported. Nothing happened. I believe my dad. I, my dad's never lied to me. Never lied to my kids. We don't do that, right? But your mayors, Eric Adams, Lori Lightfoot, and Tim Keller, they're lying to you. We'll include Michelle Lujan Grisham in that uh, because Mark Ronchetti, Ronchetti did a good job, I think, of uh, airing out, yeah, your protege, Tim Keller, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Boy. I'm praying. Are you praying for Mark Ronchetti to win? Every Rudy? day. Yeah. How, Every how, morning how, in my rosary. How hard are you praying? You don't have to. When you're praying the rosary, you're asking for God's will to be done. And I believe that God's will will be done. You're a better prayer than I am. Kyle Rittenhouse, Kenosha. Um, should I, I, I don't want to use the H word, right? But I, but, but I won't. Yeah. 19-year-old acquitted of charges related to the shooting deaths of 2020 riots has launched a YouTube channel. You might want to check it out while it's still up. He posted his first video over the weekend and wrote that it will be about guns and talking about the Second Amendment. In a 35-second teaser, he appears with another gun enthusiast, shoots at targets, and brings up his path. Okay? His first video. Let's, uh, should, we, should we take a look there, Rudy? Yeah. Wanna, let's let's yeah, see yeah. if we can get... Uh, um, see if we can... I don't know if it's still up, but we'll, we should definitely start with that. Folks... You've got nothing but yourself. When seconds count, the police are, you know, more than 10 minutes away. That's about all I can say to you guys. I'm listening to you in Las Cruces City on the Alexa. Mijo, you should be playing 60s music from the Morphman, New Mexico band, my late brother Dave and his band. I don't, well, give me the links, bro. Along comes Mary. Married, I'd marry Jane. Marijuana. Oh, I didn't know that. How do I know? Empty cup is as sweet as the punch. Okay, now I got it. All right. it's I've never done pot. I know. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Barry Manilow? No, I'm not Barry Manilow. No, but Barry Manilow did a version of Bandstand. Oh, oh is that it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're going hopping. We're going robbing. Philadelphia way. Bandstand. Bandstand. That is. Oh, I was way off key. Manilow. Someone said mannequin. My dad's friend, George, held the insurance policy on Pine Tree Construction Project. When they were doing the final walkthrough, they found that the builder put up the dock work but spent all the money on the HVAC for cocaine. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Rudy? Oh, my gosh. You missed that. I, yeah. That's not good. You're supposed to say cocaine. Oh, yeah. cocaine. Yeah, there we go. That's Come on. Military industrial complex wants a war, Eddie. You're right. Your simp voice is hilarious. <laughs> I could care less about <laughs> I could care less about Bedoni's comfort. I hope she gets Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> Your accents are truly funny. Rhinos suck. Yes, they do. Hank Williams, I saw the light. There's a band called The uh, Light who redid the song, and it's a great remake. Thanks. From the Duke. And John says, how do we all know the Hunter Biden story is going to end? He and his father and his family are all going to get away with all the corruption that they performed. This is the way the system works with the politicians and their cronies. 
Hour three, you and me up. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. And let that back into The Rock of Talk. We're going hopping, we're going hopping today, where things are popping, the Philadelphia way. We're going to drop it on all the music they play on the bandstand. Bandstand. We're going swinging, we're going to swing in the crowd, and we'll be clinging, and floating high as a cloud. The phones are ringing, my mom and dad are so proud, I'm on bandstand. With more 411 here for the third hour. Rudy Grande, thank you for all your work on traffic. Now go drive safe, sir. I will. All the way through the uh, Rudy's going to step away here. If you want to advertise, uh, you can hopping. go ahead and he's going hopping down. Uh, it's not Philadelphia way. I just make stuff up, you know. Like, uh, Del Norte way. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche. What? That's the most misunderstood lyric ever written. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's, uh, you, you back in the 70s, you guys were singing it, right? Oh, yeah. You guys are singing it just like that. I was like, what is going on? We thought we were such rebels. Yeah, oh, rebels. You know, sing it out loud, you know, right? And just like, uh, you know, my high school, uh, we tried to have, I think, our 1991, uh, I think, homecoming, and they vetoed our, our, our song that we wanted to use at St. Pius X. It was like, oh, we got to vote our songs for our homecoming song. And What was it? And it was um, uh, ACDC, You Shook Me All Like, she was a fan machine she kept her motor clean she and then all of a sudden <laughs> whoa whoa like things went off the hook things people were having serious problems like what is they what are they what are the kids why do the kids why is that so popular with the kids it's like a song from when we were young it's like um <clears throat> uh, uh principal uh schwenzer um that song the motor uh that's clean you, you remember uh uh you know manford man's remake of bruce springsteen's uh Blinded by the light. Remember that lyric? Yeah, it's kind of about that. <laughs> there you go, Rudy. <laughs> That's little, great. Little, little musical history there for you from San Pio, St. Pius X. Uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. And don't forget, you can uh, download the apps at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.chat. Just uh, letting it all hang out here. We've got 21 days to get Mark Ronchetti elected. No other candidate stands a chance compared to Mark Ronchetti, aside from Yvette Harrell. Uh, folks, uh, I'm going to make a plea with you right now, okay? There are two candidates that you have to be helping, absolutely have to be helping right now, and it is Mark Ronchetti and Yvette Harrell. You absolutely have to help those two candidates. Yvette, you know, she, she's not a big fan of me. I was a big Claire fan. I didn't like what was going on. People were drawing pictures of Claire. I'm a you know, big fan of Claire, okay? Now she's moved off. She, I mean, literally the richest person in the entire state, which was her husband, moved to Dallas, Texas. These are oil people. We're losing our people. We're losing our people here. I'll open up the phone lines uh, the last two segments, uh, if you like, but we're losing them. And if this is what is going to happen, we're going to get more. And that's exactly what we they want. We don't even have a billionaire in this state. Did you know that? We're one of two states that doesn't have a billionaire. 
because wealth leaves here. It doesn't grow. When you're uh, getting all the federal dollars, when the richest person is literally the governor, right? Because she gets all this free money that comes in. We've got to have someone who is representing us, who is going to go ahead and make all the various components. And it's really, this is all about the crime and economy. We don't have a local economy. There's so many people who work for the, our highest paid people on average, by the way, are like people who are unionized public sector workers or administrative staff or the governor or the mayor or the university. Like if you want a cush job that you'll never get fired and those people are probably smoking dope. They're probably drunk off their ass. They're probably doing all the things that they're accusing Eddie Aragon of all the time, which is, you know, I sure I just drink. I've got almost a full week without a drink. This would be good. Okay. Be good. Cheer me on. I'm cheering you on. We're in each other's corner. Okay, good. I'm excited. I'm excited about changing my life, changing your life. Being better on the radio again? I don't know. I would think I was good. I was, you know, I think pretty clearly. But I don't want to need I don't want to be a hazy shade of winter. Watch that uh Bengals, and you do feel less than zero. All right, Patrick, singer, musician, Dylan Smucker covers original Cattle Call by Eddie Arnold. I uh, appreciate that. Just saw a new political commercial at 514 on KRQE. Gresham is associating Ron Ketty with Trump. See, they're going to try and do everything they can to slam. I'm surprised they haven't come out with a commercial. Mark Ron Ketty and the people who support him are criminals. Here's Eddie Aragon. No. I'm uploading my religious exemption letter. Yes, got that one. Uh, Eddie, this is a long one. I can't help but wonder. We're going to get into education in a second. I'm going to wrap up uh, talking this whole half hour. Nothing about education. We've gone through the first four questions that we're going to answer. Question number five is big. I can't help but wonder who is funding Bedoni in hopes of letting MLG win. After all, Democrats are known to fund people outside their party. Yeah, they're doing that with Evan McMuffin up in Utah, right? Just to go ahead and get out a Republican. And, and CIA operative Evan McMuffin. Okay. Remember he ran for president, came in like third, I think in Utah behind, uh, I think he actually, I think he outgunned Michelle. Uh, wow. Woo. How about that for a connection? Hillary Rodham Clinton and Michelle Lujan Grisham. (laughs) It sort of rhymes. Someone needs to have, Hey, what are those three names? Why does that woman need so many names? We tell her she's all right. She, she don't need that many names. We know who you are, lady. We see you. We see you at the airports. That's a joke now. It's a running joke just for me personally. Eddie, we see you at the airport. Yes, you did. There it is. Too much fun. After all, Democrats are known to fund people outside their party, especially if they don't think their candidate can win on their own. I'm concerned that Padoni has put herself in a desperate but vulnerable position to be preyed upon. Are you really worried about Karen Bedoni? Seriously. Last person you should be worried about, Karen Bedoni. As soon as she's in front of an Arby's, trust me, she's going to be okay. Just find her... Oh, are they still doing the five for five? After all, she did lose primary votes and various sources of income along the way. Shame on Bedoni for selling herself and New Mexicans out. If she truly wanted what's best for New Mexico, she would unite and gleefully hand the reins over to Ron Ketty. I agree. Karen, there's still time to save your soul. Instead, she's on a vengeful quest, hoping that he doesn't win because of her. As adults, sometimes we have to be a bigger person and step aside. Yeah, I like this. For what is right, even if we aren't the chosen one. Put the ego and people aside who are feeding on this nastiness. They're only going to contribute to her demise and there. Sadly, she's just turning off her potential future, future voters. No, Karen Bedoni will never win anything. Don't worry about it. I mean, she doesn't have any future voters. Her, she's finished. On a happier note, I've been passing a lot of Ronchetti signs and just heard him knock it out of the park yesterday on the Clay and Buck show. Good job, Ronchetti. You kicked butt. 
He was very happy about that. He said, we had a big national hit. And I said, that's awesome. Good for you. Putting yourself out there. Campaigning is hard. Campaigning is so hard. Putting yourself out there to be judged. That's hard. Eddie, we did vote. Unfortunately, the real losers had to cheat, claim victory, fake victory. Moving forward, 2022 elections will be different. We, the people, are watching. Certainly hope so. Dinah uh, texted, and she just wants me to... Um, it's all in her first name, Eddie. Karen is a Karen. Wow. Does it get any better than that? I guess uh, what, one more for good measure. Is that, was that where we're going? Is that what you guys are wanting? I think it is what you guys are, are wanting. I'm, I'm almost positive. One more for good measure. You guys are asking for it, so why not? Uh, here it comes. Just so you know, it's not me. I find in this race is that man cannot win with me in the way. That man cannot win this race. He will never be governor Disgusting. as long as I am alive and well and in this race. <laughs> He's a big liberal, as you know. And yeah, I think uh, he went through a similar situation. Do you guys remember that? You probably don't. Or or maybe it was Mel Gibson. Or maybe it was both of them. Or maybe it's everybody. Or we've all been there. I appreciate all your support. You guys have been wonderful uh, during this entire time. I think uh, you guys uh, don't need to be. Uh, when people do wrong, they deserve the uh, treatment uh, that the law gives them. And uh, sure, I think it's important that we all... Just continue and, and move on and move ahead. You know, don't wallow in the mire. Oh, as Bruce, uh, excuse me, as Bono would say, that's not something that we need to do. All right, let's uh, speaking about the mire. Poor, poor kids, you know, what they're going through. I mean, kids can't even just go and just not worry about, you know, this, that, and the other. And there's some really good parents out there. But the kids in the California school system seem to be suffering the most of all. And this is going to be a little bit of a long sequence, so just bear with me, okay? Because my jaw dropped, and you know, Casey and uh, Michael talk a lot. I, do, I think I finally got her name right. I don't know why. For whatever reason, I cannot get uh, uh, Casey's wife's name right. Michael, Michael, Michaela, I have called her. So Michael, I, I know I just said it right, finally. That's, that's a rare thing. I, you know, been good with names. That's the only one I'm not good with for some reason. All right, so 
Um, Casey and Michael talk about parental rights. And tomorrow there's going to be a rally. Okay. And I want you all to go there. Even with, you know, the fact that I'll be on the radio, whatever, it's important. Okay. Because these guys are working hard and they're getting some information out. So I'm going to read this to you. It's a parental rights rally tomorrow at 4 p.m. You can text 505 405 1776. Your kids need you. It's at the Albuquerque Public Schools. This is all about parental rights. Do you have access to your kids' counseling sessions and records? And if you don't, do you have a say if the school psychologically tests your child? Okay. Are you informed if the school disciplines your child? Your kids need you there. Your kids need you, period, right? There's no doubt about that. So one mother got pretty worked up. I'm going to play the whole thing. This is disturbing. I want to caution you. This is not something you want your children to listen to. So if they're children that are listening, please uh, pull them away from the radio, okay? This is a woman giving testimony about what's happening in the classrooms. And, you know, I've known some teachers, and they have a lot to deal with. These, these people who are, you know, literally don't get paid enough. They, they don't. They, they, they want to be, they want their children to excel, do well, but they have to deal with all sorts of crap. You know, administrative, yeah, I mean, name it. They're constantly dealing with crap. They, they can't just teach what they, they, they they've always dreamt to do because they're too busy executing the plan that's been handed down to them to the administration. The administration, you know, they all care about PC stuff. They care about their political agenda. This one particular mom stands up for her kids after you hear what's happening in her classroom. Again, uh, parental guidance is suggested, but I would urge you to not have your children listen to the aforementioned. Hi. When I first stood here a few months ago, I respectfully presented facts and the lack of transparency I felt coming from the district. Quickly, I was mocked and dismissed again and again. You've made it clear you do not listen to parents. You do not support your teachers and you are not willing to budge. Now I will be speaking to the parents listening. On May 17th, my seventh grade daughter, along with every other classmate, watched a boy in her class masturbate. I only saw I only know this because my daughter told me in the car when I picked her up, saying her friends said they were disturbed, traumatized, and scared. The principal reported the incident to the district office. I've heard not from any one of them. It does not take an expert to figure out what happens to a 13-year-old boy when he's staring at mostly naked girls wearing underwear to school and being exposed to concepts like oral and anal sex in seventh grade. They let children write the dress code. The Teen Talk Comprehensive Sex Ed is not age-appropriate and neither are supported by parents, and teachers have spoken out adamantly against this. Despite all of this, they approve them both five to zero, just like everything else they slipped in while that we weren't, weren't watching. My daughter and that boy are victims of this board's approved content and curriculum, and I hold them each personally responsible for the social and emotional damage to these children. Yep. They repeatedly, without remorse, put children in harm's way. It's crucial that our community understands that the five board members you see up here are the superior or boss to the superintendent in all positions you see up here. So she's at a school board meeting. She's talking about an incident that happened three months before she previously testified, which meant that all of this was preventable. She's looking for some level of recourse. She obviously has sent her children to a public school that's governed by the five members of this body. 
The board is ultimately accountable and makes the final decision on everything. Anyone who wants evidence of my following statements, please reach out. Kaneoalert.org has agreed to post them in the coming week. This board unanimously approves intentionally leaving parents out of gender identity discussions in all K through 12 classrooms. Last November, they hired lawyers to train staff and teachers against many teachers will how to fill out a form to hide gender identity and affirmation at school from parents. They deceivingly call it student success plan. In January, Mark McLaughlin removed the legally required parent notification for asking about my child's personal gender identity wow. and removed disclosure of a question on suicide from the parent consent letter for the seventh grade California Healthy Kids Survey. In May, they violated my legal right to 14-day parent notification of sex ed. In June 14th board meeting, Mark stated that they stand behind deliberate removal of parent notification prior to showing a third-grade class a video on transgender. He emphasized they would not change anything they did, and he declared it will happen again. June 21st board meeting superintendent comments, he stated they are all... They are working on how to implement confidential medical appointments. In California, they can legally treat 12-year-old and older without your consent, and these yeah, people will do it. To do is, is, this should um, scare every single parent. This year starts, they put LGBTQ books on elementary school campuses and classrooms is, without notifying parents um, of the content. They did not disclose to parents that they're going to allow open gender bathrooms without securing privacy. There are open urinals and tampon machines in the boys' bathrooms. This is just some of it. They will cite California law as a reason for all of this, but let's be clear. There are no laws requiring parents, leaving parents out of the conversation. In fact, there are parental right laws and it's time they're enforced. Parents, you can find a California state parent and student opt-out notice written by a legal team to protect your parental rights on turnthetide.buzz under the take action for kids. Instructions are on there how to implement it. The deceitfulness from this board has proven to be deliberate. Anyone that stands behind this board stands behind these decisions. Parents, please hear me. We need a board that will promote unity and inclusion of all, and that includes parents. Thank you. All right, so you're the, cl- the clapping. Okay, so we'll leave that there. What do you think they address? in their reply. How do you think they address this? Okay. And you heard some really damning things towards those five administrators who allowed all this stuff to happen. You heard everything from gender identification to putting tampons, uh, you know, dispensers and voice bathrooms to open and shared bathrooms and just a myriad of all sorts of crimes against children. These are crimes. There's no doubt about it. A transgender orientation, like without any permission. This is the guy, he's the superintendent of the board. You're about to hear his response as uh, he hands over the response to, there's actually two of them who respond here. Take a listen, by the way, you can find the entirety of all this at rockoftalk.news and rockoftalk.chat. It is the fifth item down on both the items of the day and the conservative read of the day. So you can get these right here. Take a listen. Protect the confidentiality of our students who can go into a lot of details about this, but there was outrage on. So we're going to protect the confidentiality of students while we we're going to make you shut up while we do, we have our way with your children. Uh, the subject of the boy who was masturbating in one of his classes. And I just want to ask, did the teacher and the board allow that? Or- okay. Ridiculous question. Uh, probably, of course not. They just didn't know what to do. And they'd probably lose their job if they did do something. Right, Superintendent Karen Sylvester? This is something that might have just happened. 
like listen to just how like callous that is. Might may this maybe this just happened. Did did we allow it? <laughs> I mean I there's people yelling. People yelling. Yeah, yeah. Why did you allow this? What 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 our children? While we're at work, we're trying to live our lives. So I would say that this itself is a confidential issue as oh, a student. I don't think any of students. you would want us up here chatting no, about know the an issue that took place with your child. Um, when we talk about um, masturbation, it uh, could be rubbing of their jeans with their hand outside of their pants. doesn't necessarily need to be inside. As someone who's been an elementary and middle school principal, um, I would say that at least once a year, this comes up from both males and females um, within a school setting. And so I don't think that this is anything outside the norm um, that would take place. So This is not anything outside the norm. This is expected behavior. This is what the school board thinks. The teacher probably would have thought she would have lost her, her, her teaching license if she decided to go ahead and punish a boy for doing that in that she was she's she're you're help, ha- having to make moral decisions love to get your reaction to this you're welcome to go and call in i'll open up the phone lines 550 500 that's 550 500 take a quick break back in three thanks for listening if you catch me at the border, I'll go visas in my name. If you come around here, I'll make a more day. I get one down in a second if you wait. Sometimes I think sitting on trains. Every step I get to, I'm cooking that game. Everyone's a winner, we're making our fame. Bonafide hustler, making my name. Sometimes I think sitting on trains. Every step I get to, I'm cooking that game. Everyone's a winner, we're making our fame. Bonafide hustler, making Six thirty-three. MIA paper planes from my favorite movie of all time. There is no movie that can touch *Slumdog Millionaire* and *Frida Pinto*. And uh, boy, just sent Jamal, right? Who wants to be a millionaire? Right? I gotta watch that movie. Um, those two kids, those brothers, and all they go through. <clears throat> probably have seen that movie. Almost as much as I've seen uh, um, the Coen Brothers uh, movie, No Country for Old Men. And I think that I think those movies came up. That was, of course, Best Picture back in 2008. You, the very beautiful, wonderful Frida Pinto. And then, you know, uh, just the whole movie. It's magic. You know, the other movie I love a lot is The Life of Pi. Um, those are very uh, big movies uh, for me. 550, 5500. So we just got out of that ridiculous uh thing about parental rights and you know you saw the response from the school board and just how they are acting and acting like it's no big deal this is uh something that's just in this this the standard um kind of way in which the the educational system is and it's it's so disturbing like your kids aren't learning in school performing 51st and it's like this stuff is happening here at the Albuquerque public schools no doubt about it they're getting reoriented you know people are coming to school as furries or questioning their own sexuality or all sorts of things and they need your help kids need your help it's the most important issue it's the biggest part of the budget and it's disgusting uh what they're doing to our kids call you in the kiva go ahead 
you're pretty fly for a DUI guy, Eddie. Hey, hey, hey um, what's going on? Oh, three things on your three topics that I was interested in today. One, if I was your judge, I'd sentence you to do a public service campaign for DUI prevention. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'd do. And uh, two, um, let's see. Uh, okay, KKK, KKKOB. Um, I, I have managed to literally not turn those SOBs on for about a year now. I can't stand to hear any of their voices. And frankly, what every listener here should be doing is uh, bo- literally boycotting their sponsors and anybody who goes on KKKOB as a guest, politicians included, should be on that list because they are a detriment to the state of New Mexico. In my opinion, and, and I and I spent literally 15 years listening to uh, virtually every daytime hour that they broadcast. Um, so uh, that's what I would. That's what I recommend for Mr. Brandon Fatboy. And, um, and by the on, way, uh, it should be stated that uh, I mean their best talk show host that they've ever had on their air, a uh, man who is uh, definitely funny. I'm not a fan of, but uh, Jim Villanucci, he had his own issues as well. But he's he's literally right. He's the best guy that's ever been on KKOB bar none. There's nobody that could even hold a, 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 a torch to that guy, period. They can't, nobody can hold a candle to Jim Villanucci. That guy could do an entire show on his own, and he was funny, and he was witty, and when he didn't do politics anymore, I think that that's good. All right, your third point, quickly. The, the oh, the, um, uh, let's see, psych testing in schools. Yep. Um, the, uh, you, you should you should not submit to any psych testing. One, psych testing is not objective; it's subjective. Think of a Rorschach test and all the other funky little tests they use. Somebody has to interpret your reaction to their test questions, and they can even, they can they can interpret it virtually any way that they want. And once the the licensed person signs off on your child's test result, that will be what uh, the what the gossip. That, that'll be the gospel yep. until if and when, after years of fighting it in court, you get it changed. And as long as they, right. they're tested, as long as that testing remains in place, they can order things for your children like your child must go to a psychiatrist or a yep. psychologist. Yep. And then they yep. can order your child must take this medication and, and th- or your child must go to these therapy appointments. And guess what? If you so much as miss one appointment, then CYFD can come to your house and take your child because you you are in their eyes uh, neglecting their medical health care. And so what you do in the first place is, is uh, you know, and, and also you fight it in the first place, not after the fact. The A, a, a psyche vow is a is a Fourth Amendment protected unreasonable search Perfect unless user. it is legal. Yeah, unless it's reasonable, it's an it's unreasonable. It also is a invasion of privacy, including your medical privacy, including HIPAA protected items. All and right, so you need all right, to. All right, yeah. let me let me let me uh, let me put you on hold. David David can go, and he's right on all of this stuff. By the way, Paula, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. I thought the age of anything goes went away with the AIDS epidemic back in the early 80s. <laughs> uh, we got Dave. We got double D here. We got Dave and uh, and Dave. I don't think we've ever put you both on the air at the same time. So now uh, Dave and Dave, uh, you guys both got the floor. I'll let you share your time. So uh, Hello. Yep, there he is. Dave, Dave, meet Dave. Hello. Have you guys ever talked to each other on air? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So Dave, Dave, Dictionary Dave, go ahead. 
<laughs> All right. The age of anything goes went away with the early 80s with the AIDS epidemic. Mm-hmm. And... Somewhere back in the early 90s, they stopped pulling out that quilt to put it across the mall and all that. Mm-hmm. So many people were dropping dead all over the place. I knew many guys that were of questionable orientation that they embraced it wholeheartedly. And they went and died. So like three quarters or more of them are gone as of like 1995. Now, in discussing, you were mentioning earlier, like yesterday, I think it was, about the uh, voting red down the ballot. Okay. I got to apologize for Mr. Marker because, uh, or to Mr. Marker, I, in the process of doing that assignment, have queried people on this other items. Yep. And kind of like, what's your name? Who can't be named? They have no idea who he is. So it's like, okay. Yeah, it's a wasted vote. You're to- it's totally and completely wasted. And, you know, these guys that are trying to gaming the system or whatever they're trying to do is just totally stupid. I appreciate you bringing that back up. And I'm glad to see that you've already voted, Dave. Anything else? The, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, my God, the way she sounded so conceited. And she oh, just yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was. That was really something. Uh, it's a bit disturbing. I can't find that out as a motivation. I was accused of having that as a motivation. I just thought Manny was going to drop out. I mean, he was so gummed up with all the legal stuff, and then he was just a terrible debater and a terrible candidate and all these all, all these other things. I mean, uh, you know, Karen, I mean, whatever you want to call whatever this is as a motivation, like this is illegal. This is, this is fixing a race. There's no doubt about it. Uh, this is what did you get? Find in this race is that man cannot win with me in the way that man cannot win this race he will never be governor as long as i am alive and well and in this race that's criminal i can't see there's anything else uh dave uh show killer that what do you what do you think you think that's criminal to get into a race if that's your motivation to prevent somebody else from winning we have sort of loser laws on the books well, yeah, I'm not. I was uh, never had never heard of the sort of loser laws until you brought it up. So I'm not uh, briefed on the subject. Okay, very good. This shows you how intelligent Dave is. He is on top of stuff, and when he doesn't know, like I always tell my kids, if you don't know something, what do you say? I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> oh, by the way, it was uh, it was uh, Cliff Clavin's buddy's uh, birthday yesterday. Dictionary, Dave uh, Normie. Yeah, he is. George went to 74. You might remember. Oh, I got a story on that one. Uh, hey, well, very quick. Go ahead and jump in on that. I'll let you. Oh, you, just you a, a high school girlfriend I had. She was uh, in the suburb of Minneapolis one evening when we were all still in high school. And uh, she saw Norm at some venue, uh, you know, bar, restaurant, whatever. And, and her personality uh, as it was, of course, she did exactly what you think she was going to do. She went up and said, said Norm. hey, Norm. <laughs> and and, and he, he was not amused no. he was not amused uh, no I, I know it's not it's not happy you gotta respect people and he's a believe it or not i know despite his girth and weight and all that he was a big runner um yeah that's how he's able to oh yeah I remember that. To 74 you wouldn't have expected him to make it to 54 with those uh, beers in the hands and everything else but it's part of his little shtick that he did well i well, appreciate well, you wait. guys you guys are making radio history Dictionary Dave and uh, uh, Show Killer on the at the very same time. You guys get to share the airwaves. Uh, have you ever wanted to ask each other a question? You first. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Show Killer. 
No, I said you first. I beat you to it. Oh, okay. Wow, a gentleman. Look at the gentleman here. Just uh, it, uh, no, it's, no, it's you strategy, it's strategy after, Eddie. after you. Oh, strategy. Okay, you guys got a minute and 20 seconds very quickly. All right. Um, I hope you do make that uh, Freedom Families United thing that's going to be happening here real soon. I believe it might be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said on Saturday, God drop It is tomorrow at 4 o'clock at 8 p.m. Yeah, question, you're wasting time. You got one minute. Come on. The, the audience is waiting with bated breath. Seriously, they're, they, they're wanting to know what what your question is for Show Killer. Draw, really draw in a blank. And, and do you got anything for Dictionary Dave then, Show Killer? It's a, it's, this is like well, a I'll Michelle use, I'll, I'll, use my, I'll use my time to ask, ask Dave what he knows about the, uh, Pastor Martin Niemeller because I wanted to throw in that point, and it, it brings it up, that um, uh, as annoying as I have been to you all for the last however you know decade, um, it, what your psych issue is exactly what nailed me in my situation with my children was allow it was uh, allowing someone not fighting the psych, the psych test thing regarding the situation. And then they use the results from that forever after seconds. and you never did. You know, so, I think uh, we, we should address that. And I think uh, Nat and everyone is going to be talking about that as well. And uh, Dave and Dave, thank you so much for being here. You guys are both famous, famous Daves. Back for our last segment here in Akiba. I don't know why this came into my head, but it did. And generally, if things pop into my head, they're pretty good. But based upon the last segment, I just uh, I couldn't help myself. Uh, take a listen. Huh? Raymond, want to get in there and see the show? Then listen up. Now, another farmhouse in sight. This is it, man. You act weird, we don't get in. Listen to me? Yeah. I want you to look normal. As normal as possible, right? <laughs> Just put your, Raymond, put your hands down. Chris, Go rock and roll. Four minutes Go, to walk. Just shut up, her. Raymond. Just shut up and stand there. Yeah. Uh, Raymond? Don't yeah. Yeah. Good afternoon, ma'am. I'm Donald Clemens from the A.C. Nielsen Company. Uh, you're familiar with our work? Nielsen, uh, you mean the TV radio? Yes, ma'am. That's exactly it. Now, you've been selected as a preliminary candidate to become our next Nielsen family in the Tri-County area. Well, my husband's not. If selected, you'll share the responsibility for shaping television programming viewed by our entire nation, in return for which you'll receive a check uh, in, in the amount of $286 each month. Uh, uh, Who's he? That 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 uh, that would be my partner, uh, Mr. Uh, Bainbridge, uh, who does uh, the sample. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. Oh boy. That's it. You blew it. You don't get to see a program. Uh, uh, it's finished. One minute to Wapner. One minute to Wapner. One minute to Wapner. One minute to Wapner. Uh, 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 I had you in there, Ray. You were in there. Inventors, you had it all. They are in there making legal history, Ray. Legal history. Oh boy. What is going on out here? I'm sorry, ma'am. I like to be I'm very sorry about that. That man right there is my brother. If he doesn't get to watch people's corn in about 30 seconds, he's going to throw a fit right here in your porch. And you can help me, or you can. Stand there and watch it happen. <laughs> we like to watch cartoons. You think he'd settle for that? And she sees an identical twin. True, he didn't have a shirt on. The other one did. Oh my gosh, was that perfect, uh, Rain Man? There it is. Uh, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm actually laughing. Just kind of, they couldn't ask each other questions. They're about to have a meltdown. And it's all here on live radio, 24 hours a day live. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. If you want to watch the delayed podcast, you definitely want to go ahead and subscribe at Rock of Talk. 
Facebook.com, rockoftalk.chat, rockoftalk.news. You got everything right here. I built as much as I can do, folks. I'm at the uh, I'm at the end of my rope there. Uh, there you go. Podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Download the app at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. I am literally responsible for everything that is on the radio station. It would take every part of you not to tear your hair out. I have, as you can see, no hair. And maybe I just did exactly that. Maybe I tore out all my hair. Love our listeners, love our town, love everything about it. And uh, I love each day that I'm alive. Make sure that you guys uh, get the um, uh, newsletter every single day. I'm going to release it at 12. I'm putting everything in one email. I, I can't get through that many emails. I can't expect you to get through that many emails. There'll be one email, everything encapsulated once a day, top to bottom, everything that you need. Uh, often duplicated, never replicated uh, there from many other people who try to do what we're due. I got five questions. Do you think there'll be any vaccine death claims in New Mexico? Is it considered misinformation in New Mexico to criticize the dangers of the vaccine? It is. It is considered misinformation by everybody, folks. Do you think there'll be any vaccine death claims? I don't think so because we're so gaslit that it's not even something that we talk about, even though we have the sixth highest right? The sixth worst performance in the entire country and the third highest per capita death rate in the entire country. But you all believe what the governor and you all believe what Dr. Disgrace and the Department of Health are telling you. No one's going to file any claims against the state of New Mexico here. And if they do, that person's got the uh, biggest set of cojones, the other side of this radio station. That's about all I can say. Okay. Well, right next to the guy who said, uh, well, sir, did you have a drink? Do you have a glass? No, I had a bottle. Uh, could the vaccine be regarded as a mass casualty event with more than 7,000 uh, claims? That's exactly what it is. It is a mass casualty event, okay? Start to understand the vax injuries that are resulting in myocarditis in young people is a mass casualty event. Yes, I will get to the news and your text. All right, question two for today. Two-thirds of the country say they're worse off under Biden. There's more than there's a 100% chance of a recession, which means we're in a recession. Hello. Will Joe Biden's buying off the votes through student loan debt forgiveness work for the midterms? I think not. I think I have more faith in the American people. I have more faith in the New Mexicans. I have more faith than all those haters, the people who don't want Mark Ronchetti to win. It's not going to work across the country. We're going to win the House. 227 to 208, we're going to win the Senate, 52-48, and we're going to win the governorship here in the state of New Mexico. You understand? I didn't put myself through this much hell so that we could go ahead and fail at all three of those, okay? Mark Ronchetti, your team, you guys are raising an amazing amount of money. There's two campaigns to work for. Mark Ronchetti and Yvette Harrell. Work on one of those two campaigns, okay? Whatever else you're doing, oh, and, uh, you know, there's a few other representatives uh, who have a chance, okay? But you need to be working for one of those two campaigns, period, okay? It's not going to work, Joe Biden. We're coming to get you. Number three, Hunter Biden has yet to be indicted or detained with his father's knowledge for his massive pay-to-play schemes. It now includes Gemini Rosemont, $40 million dollars. That information didn't come from anywhere. My good friend, Chris White, they have the entire cadre of information that they need to go after and use and leverage that. And it all ties back to the state of New Mexico. You can't put that genie back in the bottle, folks. It is there. 
Well, Joe Biden's buying of the votes won't work just like them trying to hide. It won't work. I believe I have faith. Okay. That these guys will eventually be convicted for their crimes, even if it is post-mortem 10 to 15 years down the way. All right. Four, crime is out of control. Criminals dominate our streets. Are you protecting yourself in your home? I hope so. I hope the answer to that question is yes. I hope that you guys go to see Arnie at ABQ Guns or you go see Walter. I mean, BMC Tactical. Make sure that you go see them. Okay. Go visit them. Buy your guns, buy what you need, okay? Proud sponsors here on this radio station. Walter's got more ammo than you can shake a stick at, okay? Or even a gun at, if you'd like, right? And he's a hell of a nice guy. Really nice guy. Arnie is a good man. He has been on the station forever, okay? Really appreciate both of those guys. Arnie sent me a nice note. Love you, Arnie. He's a good guy. I love Walter. Walter sent me a really nice note the other night, too. I contacted everybody uh, on the radio station. Do security cameras serve more to protect you or the criminals in the event of an incident? Um, I'm going to answer that question for you. They do, they do more to protect the criminals than they do yourself. Okay. You're just doing a CYA. That's all you're doing with those cameras. Okay. All right. But you're going to pay for every bullet that you fire to protect yourself. Understand that about $50,000 a bullet. If you haven't take taken a concealed carry class, you need to definitely do that. Keith on our radio station. He's a great man. You hear the station, you hear the ads all the time. Take the concealed carry class, even if you don't get the concealed carry. All right. And finally, okay, number five, the educational system has been destroyed by woke policies and the removal of parental rights. Don't forget tomorrow, 4 p.m., 6400 Uptown. I want to see you over there. I'm not going to be over there. I'll be on the radio. But you guys can tune me in on your app, on your headphones, whatever you want. Go help Casey and Mikhail. Yes, I nailed it. Um, have you removed your children from public school system? You should take your children out of the public school system. Stop the indoctrination. Is paying teachers more or police officers more an elixir towards institutional improvements? I would say yes. I would say they don't get paid enough. But the trick question is, it is it will not improve our educational, just like it has not improved our criminal situation. Our police officers are making more, but we still have the DOJ. Our teachers are making more, but you still have the administration that is in the way. They, the teachers can't teach what they want, the way they want to do it, and they're still resigning. And that's why they're resigning. That's why they're leaving the public educational system, folks. Okay? All right, let's do the news, uh, shall we? We'll go straight into the news and straight into <clears throat> Mr. Bill O'Reilly. I should read your text first. You guys have made the effort to come in. Eddie, I truly believe there are more lovers than haters in the world. Love always wins. Oh, I love that. That's good. We did. Okay, good, good. Let's see what we got. Diana checked in. She says, great show. You were funny. Me and my dad are rolling listening. That's funny. Thank you, Dinah. Um, Dictionary Dave says, Joe Killer may be annoying, but I appreciate him. Um, that's that's love. Lo love amongst our callers, even. Reading a, a Kiva community. Right. Uh, anyway, we'll leave it right there. All right. Um, out of Albuquerque, the New Mexico Civil Guard has been Barred from publicly acting as a military unit without authorization or assuming the role of law enforcement by using organized force at a public protest or even gathering. Now, the Albuquerque Journal reported Thursday that District Court Judge Elaine Lujan has banned such activity by the group's directions, officers, agents, employees, members, and any of their successor organizations and members. That's basically everyone. A lawsuit alleged that members of the New Mexico Civil Guard violated state law by exercising or attempting to exercise the functions of a police officer without authority 
Now, organize and operate as a military unit without being called to military service by the governor, according to the journal. Basically, unless the state does it, you're no good. You're no good. You are no good. Out of Tucson, authorities say a man convicted in the first of two murder cases in Tucson is seeking a new trial. Christopher Clements was sentenced on September 30 to first-degree murder and kidnapping and the death of 13-year-old Maribel Gonzalez. He was scheduled to be sentenced Wednesday in Pima County Superior Court. Still, the date has been moved to November 14th. Court officials say Clements' attorneys have also filed a motion for a new trial and a motion for judgment of acquittal notwithstanding the verdict. A November 7th hearing is set for both activities. The judge also will hear testimony November 14th for a possible change of venue for Clements' other murder trial, scheduled for February 2nd. Wow involving the death of six-year-old Isabel Sellis. Out of Houston, attorney for a woman accused by authorities of killing her five-year-old daughter near suburban Houston Park because she thought the girl was an evil child says she has a history of mental illness. You think? 37-year-old Melissa Town is charged with capital murder and the death of her daughter, Nicole. She's being held on a $15 million bond and appeared in court Thursday. Town's a court-appointed attorney, James Stafford, told reporters she's been diagnosed with schizophrenia and institutionalized at least three times due to mental illness. Now, authorities alleged Town took her daughter to a wooded area near a park in the Houston suburb of Tomball on Sunday. Initially tried to kill her by cutting her throat and then strangled her. Out of Las Vegas, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak and Joe Lombardo, my good friend Joe Lombardo, worked together five years after the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history on the Las Vegas Strip. Sisolak at the time was the Democratic chairman of the Clark County Commission. He praised Lombardo, the elected county sheriff, and head of Las Vegas Metro Police. Nowadays, there are no fond words. With the November 8th election day approaching and polls generally showing a close race, Lombardo's ahead as Sisolak seeks a second term as governor. Sharp and shrill ads funded by the parties, political action committees, and campaigns blame each candidate for various ills. By the way, Lombardo will win. If you're looking for a place to move, should things not work out, uh, I myself will be headed to Viva Las Vegas. Out of Orem, Utah. U.S. Senator Mike Lee used a debate with his challenger Monday evening to a distinguished between his record and former President Donald Trump's. Lee is locked in a competitive race against independent Evan McMullen, hoping to win a third term representing Utah in the U.S. Senate. The election has taken shape as a referendum for the direction Trump has taken the GOP. Now McMullen is attempting to harness the anti-Trump sentiment. Oh, what do you know? Well, Lee is attacking the direction President Joe Biden has taken the nation. Lee's efforts to put space between his voting record and Trump's stances depart from his past messaging as election nears. Well, out of your five-wire U.S. briefs, out of Washington, President Joe Biden is promising that the first bill he sends to Capitol Hill next year will codify Roe v. Wade. Democrats control enough seats in Congress for Biden. It won't happen to sign abortion protections into law. In a speech designed to energize his party's voters just three weeks before the November midterms, Biden said if you care about the right to choose, then you gotta vote. Out of New York... Big win. Amazon workers in upstate New York overwhelmingly rejected union bids on Tuesday, handing a second defeat to the labor group attempting to drag the company in a negotiating table since its historic win earlier this year. Now, warehouse workers near Albany, New York, cast 406 votes, or about 66%, against the union, giving the company enough support to push back against the labor group. According to the National Labor Relations Board, 206 workers, or 33.6%, voted in favor of fledgling union, composed of the former and current Amazon workers. 31 ballots that Amazon or the union challenged were not enough to sway the outcome. Out of Spokane, Washington, not surprisingly, the Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Washington has sharply criticized longtime incumbent Democratic Party Patty Murray. But Tiffany Smiley has once also slammed the Seattle Seahawks, Starbucks, and Starbucks. Seattle Times and the city of Seattle. 
Whether Smiley's combative approach will work in a state that hasn't elected a Republican to the Senate in nearly 30 years remains to be seen. Smiley is having help hoping people have been tired of Patty Murray, who was first elected way back in 1992, uh, 30 years ago, to give her an edge in November. She has spent big running blistering ads blaming Murray for crime and inflation. Murray has also run several negative ads against Smiley, saying the Republicans' anti-abortion stance could threaten women's rights. Soaring U.S. dollar spreads pain worldwide as the value of U.S. dollar soars. Other currencies worldwide are sinking by comparison. That contributes to skyrocketing prices for everyday goods and services and compounding financial distress, especially in poor countries. This heard complaints from an auto parts dealer in Nairobi, Kenya, a baby clothes seller in Istanbul, wine imported from Manchester, England, and the driver of the colorful Philippine minibus at Jeepney. Jeepney. The dollar is up 18% this year against a basket of crucial currencies around the globe. The U.S. Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes have led to higher rates on U.S. government and corporate bonds, hurting investors and driving up U.S. currency. Um, At a Tallahassee, a winning lottery ticket worth nearly 500 million mega millions was purchased in a southwest Florida city hammered by Hurricane Ian Late last month, Florida lottery officials on Monday said one of the two winning tickets was purchased at a 7-Eleven in Fort Myers. The other winning ticket was bought in California. Hurricane Ian made landfall in southwest Florida, a Category 4 store on September the 28th. Out of your global news wires, folks, out of Seoul, South Korea, bad news. South Korea says North Korea has fired yet another artillery shell near rival sea boundary in its latest weapons test. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says North Korea fired about 100 bullets off of its west coast, 150 rounds off of its east coast on Tuesday night. It says the shells fell inside the maritime buffer <clears throat> that buffers the two Koreans established under the 2018 Korean agreement to reduce tensions. Now, in recent weeks, North Korea has conducted a spate of missile and artillery launches in what some experts call an attempt to expand its weapons arsenal and boost its leverage in future negotiations with its rivals. Don't think that's a good way to go. Out of Moscow, the death toll from the crash of a Russian warplane in a Russian city has risen to 15. That includes three people who died when they jumped from a nine-story apartment building to escape the massive blaze. The Su-34 bomber came down Monday in the Sea of Azov, port of Yesk, after one of its engines caught fire during takeoff for a training mission. Now, the Russian Defense Ministry said both crew and members bailed out safely. After hours of coming through the debris, authorities found 14 people dead and later said that a 15th victim died at a hospital after suffering heavy burns. Out of Ukraine and Kiev, airstrikes cut power and water supplies to hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. That's part of what the president's called an expanding Russian campaign to drive the nation into the cold and dark, make peace talks impossible. President Vladimir Zelensky said nearly a third of Ukraine's power stations have been destroyed in the past week, causing massive blackouts. The mayor of Zimotor noted that the city was without electricity and water after a double missile strike. Tuesday on an energy facility. Authorities said missile strikes also hit an energy facility in Kiev and severely damaged another in the south-central city of Dnipro. Out of San Juan, Puerto Rico, federal authorities are trying to rescue more than 100 migrants stranded on an uninhabited island near Puerto Rico. And finally, out of Mexico City, Venezuelans and other migrants struggle to come to terms with the new U.S. policy discouraging border crossings. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You listen to AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM here in Albuquerque. Of course, Bill O'Reilly is live, and he's next, only in the Kiva. Download the app. See you tomorrow for Hump Day. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque.